0: we Talk Radio. <laughs>
1: more back to thinking time for thinking ahead the world has changed so very much of what it used to be there's so much hatred war and poverty oh, oh, oh. wake up all the teachers time to teach a new way maybe then they will you have to say They're the ones who's coming up and the world is in their hands When you teach the children, teach them the very best they can The world won't get no better If we just let it be na na, na 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 The world won't get no better Up all the builders, time to build a new land. I know we can do it if we all lend a hand. The only thing we have to do is put it in our minds. Surely things will work out. They do it every time. The world won't get no better if we're just it be. The world won't get no better. We gotta change it better. Just you and me. Need a little help, y'all. Yes, Need a little help. Say oh, it, Need some help, y'all. Ah uh-uh. ah. Change the world what it used to be. Ah ah. do it alone. Need some help, yeah. Need some help, yeah.
2: And Myron Rice, and my name is Beverly D. And I just want to say that uh, whatever you hear on the show, we are not giving out legal advice. We're not saying that we are professional tax preparers. We are giving out opinions and we are pointing you to some of the laws and statutes and regulations. So, Mr. Rice, he does it very, very well. Mr. Uh, Myron Rice, how are you doing this evening?
3: Oh, we are so beautiful this evening, and to uh, my listening audience, I thank you for some of the contributions of ideals that you've given me, and, you know, seems uh, like when you start off something, it's nice to know that there's some people that got your back, and kind of helping you along with the, with some items, uh, items that I bring up on the show, questions that I have, I really need you all, everyone, to do research in your state. Uh, I'm in Michigan, and I normally give you Michigan law. So if you get a copy of it and take it to somebody, administrator, uh, it's possible that uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's possible for you to uh, find out where the laws are stated in your state. And uh, one particular one that I want you all to talk because this is open forum, and we have been covering a lot in the last few months. So I thought that maybe we can um, bring up ideals because you know me, I don't keep a agenda per se. Uh, The first question that gets in is what the what we're gonna the subject matter that we'll be talking about. Can we get to the next question? Um, So there's some things that I really need because a lot of people have addressed me this week about their mortgages and foreclosures. And it is really, I got something to, to bring on to talk about. It's called uh, recording documents. And there's three types of uh, type of recording that has to be done in each state. So if you give me a call and I have in front of me which state, there are three types. One is called the race statutes, R-A-C-E, race, like you're running a race and actually, you say you're racing, you're running the race to the to the court. So there's called a race statue. There's called a notice statue, and then there's called a race notice statue. And different states are under, you know, one of those three. So you really need to find out which one you are, and take and get that. And, and it's called again. So race statues, and it's part of the the Recording Act. That state statutes that establish the keeping of official county records to track public land ownership. The act helps settle conflicts of ownership in real estate by prioritizing documents of ownership. However, the order of priority depends on the type of statutes that the state has adopted. And it says race. Notice and race notice. Looking at it, and I got it.
2: Which one
3: is Michigan? Michigan is a race notice status. It's got all three. Race notice status is Michigan. So anyone come on, want to know? First of all, tell me your state, and I'll let you know which which status you're under. Under uh, Michigan race notice statute, it says the later buyer. Who, fail, who pays value and does not have notice of any other earlier conflicting interests and records first wins and will have priority over any later recordings. Now, again, a later buyer, and let's say your mortgage, MERS, uh, trot and try. Or your bank, wherever whoever coming after your home and who pays fair value, however does, and they had they do not have notice of any other earlier conflicting note interest, which would be you. There is no notice in the registered deed that you uh have interest in the property and records first, so they try to record first, which they really can't record. Uh, wins and will have priority over any later recording now this may sound weird. let me give you one for race statutes. race statues are the least one, also known as the race to the courthouse. the rule that the document recorded wins first wins document record that uh, I'm sorry document first wins and have priority over any later recording. So whoever records first, it wins and have a priority over any later re- recording. The next one is notice statutes. A later buyer, so that would be MERS or one of the other companies that are coming after you, who pays fair value for the property and does not have notice that there, that there were any other earlier conflicting interest wins and will have priority over any later recordings so if if they record first and pay fair value and there's some key words i'm putting here fair value uh for the property and that's really the market value and does not have noticed that there were any earlier recordings uh, conflicting interest wins and will have priority over any later recording. So once someone has put something down as a recording on the property that you're living in, because you haven't done it. And I can guarantee the majority of you have not done this. You do not have, you have an unrecorded title. Why do I uh, say that's that? Right. Yes.
2: So usually when you uh, purchase a, a property, uh, you, you you got so many days to to record it, right?
3: Yes, 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 you do. That and Michigan That's has a okay. form called mi twenty M- seven sixty six. I just throw that in there. Michigan what has M I for M- I Michigan twenty seven sixty six, and
2: everyone okay, needs so to get it. So you go and record it. Let's say you purchase the property, and they say that you got to record ten days. Okay, so you go down and you record it. So don't you already have it recorded already? Ain't you the first one recorded
3: it? No, 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 no. The the only, the only, and the majority of people, and because they do it for everybody, everyone is done this way in the United States. Everyone is done like this. You have been screwed. They're like I've been giving you stuff about the W-2 is a wage, mm-hmm. which is a tip, and nobody's tipping. is labor. The same thing has happened to your real estate. Everyone at the Register of Ds, unless you're doing a land patent where both signatures are at the bottom, a, ah. land, contract, a land contract where both signatures okay. are at the bottom, the majority right. of people have warranty Ds or quick claim deeds. And if you go look at a warranty deed and a quitclaim deed, your name is typed at the top, typed. The person's signature is the seller. So you never transfer the title to yourself. Everyone out there has that. And just think about people who, let's say you lost your property and somebody else bought it, they got the same situation. They got some kind of warranty deed that they filed down there. They don't have their signature, so it is still unrecorded. This is why you can go back and put it in your name with an affidavit on the warranty deed. Sign it, notarize it, and then refile it back into the register deed. Now you have transferred the title to yourself from the seller. But the seller name or whoever you got the property from is the one that's down there. He's got two notaries normally, and then he has a notarized, or two witnesses, and then he has it notarized, and he signs it. But you don't sign it. Yeah, your name at the yeah. top, uh, it got, they had their name, and they say it was conveyed over to you, but you didn't sign Your autograph is not down there at the bottom. And I can guarantee, if anyone out there that don't have that on their warranty deed, please call in and let us know. Because... I'd like to you know what kind of situation you're in. Somebody's signature is down there, not yours. And those people who might have purchased the, your property after you lost it, and who sold it to them? Who, did they record? The, the bank cannot own property, people. The banks cannot own property. Matter of fact, there was a recording that Ian talked about. All property, all obligations, all mortgages, Belongs to the United States. Come on, look at 18 U.S.C. 8. Everything, that any debt, any obligation belongs to the United States. You are just a tenant in your house. The United States own the mortgage. So the question <clears throat> you should be asking is, do you have a letter from the United States? Are you kicking the United States and telling them that you're selling their property? It's not yours, people. It's not yours. You can control it. You can control it, when nobody else is going to come, be able to come after you to try to get it. And this is what I want to talk about. Let's control it. Let's set up a recording that shows your name at the bottom so that anyone later on who tries to come after it, they will see your name and they have to leave it alone. Yeah, and I And I'm telling you, this is... What is the recording act? This is under the recording act. And they got those three statuses. Race, notice, and race notice. So let me read uh did I read the I read this uh the race notice? The notice yeah, read it again. Read it. Okay. okay. Let's start the three over. Again. Write this down. Race R I C E. I'm sorry, R I C R A C E. <laughs> race notice. Okay. R-A-C-E, race. And then there's notice, number two is notice, and then there's race notice, race dash notice. And again, under the race notice, uh, also known as race to the courthouse, isn't that a trip, race to the courthouse, mm-hmm. the rule that the document recorded first wins and will have priority over any later recording. And just so you know, because under race, there's only three states that does it. Delaware, Louisiana, and North Carolina. Delaware, Louisiana, and North Carolina are the only three states that deal with race statutes. So once you get it recorded, after you purchase it, go down there and get a certified copy of the warranty deed, put an affidavit on it, sign it, and have it notarized. And then re-record it down there. And once you re-record it down there, then you should be transferring over to a trust. Using an irrevocable. I'm sorry, you selling it to a trust for uh, 21 silver uh, p- uh, pieces. So, so 21 silver. So you got to transfer it out of your name into a trust. It gets lost forever. But at least you must can record you, it. Can it. You must use be in that? recording. Yeah, well that's a that's a, that's worth it's worth gold. So you said, but they say but let's say twenty one pieces of gold. That's all they okay. say twenty one pieces okay. of gold. You not have to say what the species is. Okay. Yeah, no you don't want to get caught up in, in somatics and, and you know, just like under the uh H J R nine oh H one ninety two, you know, you could pay using any currency and no one can tell you that you have to pay with Federal Reserve notes. It is um, uh, uh, against policy. It's against policy for them to tell you what species of money you must pay your debts with. So there is no money. So whatever you sign, whatever you put your autograph on, is considered a legal tender. A legal tender. So don't. If you can't. They, you could make debts and understand and learn what currency is. Money order. Matter of fact, Federal Reserve notes is not even considered. It's in parentheses if you look under H.A.R. 192. It says including Federal Reserve notes, but it's in parentheses. That means it's not really originally supposed to use to pay debts with. Because you don't have your signature on Federal Reserve notes. So anyway, let me go back. Oh, I'm sorry, you had a question?
2: I well, was just uh, saying the process. So just saying that I closed on the house uh, today. Just say I closed on it at 12 noon. Now, you saying that to take it down there or I should get a, put an affidavit, take it down there and get it recorded first, or I should put an affidavit on it with my signature mm-hmm. and notary and then take it down and record it?
3: No, the the lending company when you when you sign the contract, leave the lending mm-hmm. company or whoever you sign it with the mortgage. They're gonna mm-hmm. they're the ones that follow the paperwork in. They're the ones that's following mm-hmm. the that paperwork, and I'm just saying, just like your employer giving you a W two, mm-hmm. you know, once the paperwork is filed in there and it's going to be a warranty, mm-hmm. they're making okay. it where you are ple- you are pledging it to them. You're not buying nothing. You're pledging it to them. This is why they can come after your house, even after you have paid it off. I actually have someone who called me, uh, who Skyped me, said that their grandparents, uh, their parents paid off their house this year and what to do. But the point is being that they paid it off, but if they go down there, any of you, go down to the Register of Deeds and say, this is the address I live in can you show me a document that has my signature on it in reference to this address? No, you don't. The warranty that the warranty doesn't have your signature, the quick claim that you don't have your signature. The person who gave it to you is down here. You haven't transferred the title. And for those I know in Michigan, is in line 18 in your mortgage. You look in your mortgage, in Michigan is line 18 that tells you that you have to transfer the title at a date after purchase, that you must transfer the title after purchase. So that means they told you right there in the paperwork, and, of course, nobody reads it. So that means your title has not been transferred to you. So they're telling you in your contract you have to contract the deed that's up in there. It says you got to contract the deed, and that is where you where the affidavit comes in. You're contracting with the person that you sold it, that sold it to you, and then you're transferring the title over. When so you refile it down at the Register of Deeds, or, again, that 2766 is basically telling the assessor's office, so you go to your assessor's office with Michigan law and say, what law covers me transferring this real estate? Because I transfer it from the seller over to me. Now I want to give a notice to you that has been transferred. And once you got it, nobody can come after it. You have a priority. Now let me go to the next one, which is notice statutes. Um the later buyer, which would be MERS or whoever's coming after your property, who pays fair value for the property and does not have notice that there were any, any other earlier conflicting interests, wins and will have priority over any later recording. So you haven't not recorded day. But did they have a fair? Did they pay market? No, those people are not paying anything. They're going to try to sell it. They don't pay for it, so they haven't recorded it property either. So you still have chances in your redemption period to transfer the property title over to yourself. Do we have a question? Question. Yes. yes.
2: Now, what about taxes? If you do that, can they come after you, the county come after you if you owe back taxes? Or they can, can they take it from
3: you for taxes? Well, when you when you get the property and it's in your name, it's under Feet to Simple, what you don't do is, and if you read our law 2766 form, it says you don't have to record the title. The only reason you pay taxes, people, is because you put it in the Register of Deeds. If you record it in the Register of Deeds, you have to pay property taxes because they're uh, emptying your garbage, your EMS, the police, all these services is supposed to be under that. But if you already, if you have it and you own it, it's not like they can't treat you. You're still supposed to be able to get those services. And I know they're not walking around with a blacklist saying, oh, this person, this house doesn't have, a, have their self-registered at the register D, so we're not going to empty that garbage. I, I know they don't have that kind of list. If they do, put your trash on the other side of the street. I, I don't care. It's, okay. You,
2: so, so let me see if I understand this. So after I put the affidavit on there and get and put my signature and get it notarized and all that, you're saying don't take it down to the register of deed and register, keep it for your files? Is that what you're saying?
4: No,
3: no, no, no. You have to do what you done to refile it. To, over, to, to attach it to the warranty deed. You'll put okay. an affidavit on top of the warranty deed. You do that. But mm-hmm. I'm saying when you give it to your trust, so you get it out of your name, okay. put it into okay. a private okay. trust, the private right. trust, the, the trustee doesn't have to file it. They could report it to the assessor's office with that form that I showed you, but they won't file it after the history deed. Now they can't okay. come after you. And what the trustee so will give means you... you don't
2: have to pay taxes? You don't have to pay taxes no. on it?
3: No, you don't, you don't have to. You don't own it no more. you to I mean, get I a lease it. Do the trust have do
2: to the pay taxes mean, on
3: it? They can't pay what they don't know that's not, never been recorded. Who are they going to give the tax to? They're like these people who left Detroit and ran. The white folks ran out of Detroit and stuff. They couldn't collect taxes on them. The property was just sitting there.
2: Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I've seen
3: a lot of that. Well, they, or they would put, if they put the, if they mail it to the address, nobody was living in it. They abandoned Detroit back during the Coleman Young days and beyond that. You know, they just left the houses and they couldn't collect taxes on it. So,
2: can the city come and take the house because nobody, they can't find who is the owner? Ain't nobody paying taxes on it. The taxes study piling up. Can
3: they come and take it? Only reason, again, the only reason taxes piling up, Beverly, is because you recorded it. Don't record it. If you don't record it, then you have no contract with them. They mm. can't charge people if you don't have a contract with them. People, you don't have a contract with the county because you didn't record it. You have someone living there, and you're gonna have a lease agreement. And if they come and talk to you and they send you a tax form, you send it back to them and say, I'm sorry, I'm just a tenant, and I'm not going to tell you who my landlord is because I love this house, and I don't want to be kicked out of it, evicted from it. I signed a letter of non-confidentiality. You could put that letter of non-confidentiality along with your lease agreement, which is an automatic renewal every year, so you ain't got to renew it unless your trust want to kick you out, but... (laughs) I mean, if you want to kick yourself out of now your house, if, that's up to if, you.
2: If they ask for your lease agreement, are you? do you have to show it to them? Because the lease agreement it, should have it, the the trust name on
3: it. No, it won't. It's going to have the okay. trustee name on it.
5: And, ah. and you're going
3: to file it. You're going to file it in the record. Matter of fact, if people have lease agreements and you file it at the register of deed, and let's say the person who owned the property lost no, it.
6: Don't
3: file it. No, no, no. Because file the lease agreement is. and the uh, okay. letter of non-confidentiality. Sign those two guys. Okay. You file them at the register deed. That's a contract that you're filing. You let them know who you are there. Okay. That's not saying who owns it. And Again, there's two signatures on the lease agreement, and that's going to be the notary, I mean, the uh, trustee of the trust, which is... Don't use your sister, mother, or someone that's going to relate to you. You get somebody that's not part of the family to go ahead and be your trustee. But you do not file it down at the county. That's why you pay taxes. Although there is a law, Title 31, USC 3124, you are exempt from taxation at the state level and everything underneath the state. County, whatever. You exempt from paying taxes, but you have to take them. If they tax you, they try to send you something, send it back to them. I do not want a contract with you. These people are corporations. You send it back to them. Don't even open up the envelope. You know what it is? Send it back. If you do open it up, make sure you use a letter opener so you have the thin line at the top. You see it's a tax form. Put it back in there, and in red, you say open in air. You put tape over that, that crease that you opened up, and you put it in red, open in air, and then say, I do not accept your offer. I do not wish to contract with you, and send it back to them. That's, that's it. They have to the contract. Well, you're opening up the mail, and is you're agreeing to something, so you, don't, you put it right back in the envelope, tape it up, and put it in red now, red, open in air. But the point is I'm trying to educate you all. Yes, you do file the affidavit back into registered D because you want them to see that there have been a transfer to you. But when you transfer it to the trust to get it out your name, then you the only thing you're gonna have is a lease agreement and maybe the letter of non confidentiality and you might want to have an invoice as well. You know, an invoice that says that you sold it for 21 pieces of gold. And have the notary sign an invoice. They witness the sale of the gold. And what is it, going from one hand to the another hand? It don't matter. A notary could be your witness. Yep, it was sold for gold. So you can have an invoice. You really don't need to let a non confidentiality, However, you know, if there's something that says you can't say who they are or you will be evicted. And you like your house. So the only thing they see in the trust, the only person they're going to see in the trust is the trustee. And the trustee is going to file it at the assessor's. It tells you on that form it has to be filed at the assessor's office within 45 days. Otherwise you have to pay $200. And it's weird how nobody, I if anyone out there ever got this kind of form saying that your property was transferred, and some transaction that was given to the assessors, call in and let us know what state you're in. Please call in and let us know what state you're in because that 2766, I don't know anyone other than myself that knows about that. They are so slick. uh, Oh,
2: yeah, the whole system is slick. We do have a a caller. Uh, Okay, call. seven.
4: Yep, I'm here. Thanks. Yep, that's me. Uh, hey, Myron, right. how are you doing? My name is Mark. Uh, so I filed a quick claim deed uh, against my transferring it from my all caps name into fine, comma, Mark uh, Brian. And on the quick claim deed, I wrote the Office of Absolute Beneficial Owner for the Mark Bryan Klein trust estate. So did I make a mistake in doing that by putting the trust into the actual quitclaim deed?
3: Uh, putting the trust on the property. I thought you said you put a, a quitclaim deed where the, your name was on the property, yes. your estate. So that was just saying your estate signed the property and you're doing a quitclaim deed over to yourself. Quick claim means that you sell it as is. For those who don't know, the quick claim yes. deed means you sell as is. There's no guarantees anything that you get with the sale. Yes. Um, I guess again, that's a that's a funny one because how you sign that quick claim deed, I, I guess you're showing that you, your name is on the bottom. So if they come after yes. the property, they would have to come after the name that signed on the bottom. Well. They won't be able to do that if your name on there.
6: Yeah, they can't.
3: According to, to this race statute. You have what, what? What state are you in?
4: Yeah, I looked it up. I'm in New Jersey. New Jersey is a race notice. race
3: uh, okay. So you're like Michigan, New Jersey. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if a later tries, but if he but and he does not have notice of an earlier, where well, you you just gave him notice. And mean, you're the first one. You win, and will have priority okay. over any later recording. That's what it says here.
4: Okay. Yeah, I I, uh, I, just, I put as as the grantor, I put uh, the all caps name, and it was transferred into the Living Man. So, uh, and and it's already, it's been recorded for about a month now. And
3: uh, I, I I see a problem in that. The living man okay. can't do commerce, man. You cannot. The living person cannot do commerce. You need to get you some. I call it agent in commerce. Get you a couple of agents. You know, an executor or an agent. Your state says you're an agent anyway for the all cap name. Get
6: okay. create
3: your own. Create your own. Uh, get uh, grantees and uh, uh, authorized representatives and. You know I call them a You must create your own the living man cannot communicate with dead people that's what a lot of people are okay. growing up. Think of yourself as outside the graveyard. the gate is the birth certificate, and then everything inside the graveyard talking to those other tombstones in the graveyard would be your tombstones that you created and you as you want You can get a ninety eight tombstone you can get your a uh, 81, which is a bank. I got a bank tombstone. I, I, I have a a, a, a an assumed name certificate. My name is a tombstone. And then I create several businesses and trustes. Those are all tombstones to do commerce for me.
4: Okay.
3: Every man can't talk to, you can't talk to Donald Duck. Come on, think about it.
4: So I, I just said in here that I was the this was the office of the absolute beneficial owner for the estate. So I really I, maybe I misspoke by saying the living man, but I, but I signed for for the uh, 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 I guess the representative for the estate.
7: Well,
3: and your signature must be different than than yes, they, than the one you have normally been signing all your life. You know, it's somehow yes, yes it is. Okay. Well, again. It's kind of like you're on a line because, one, you have to have a contract with that entity that you're representing first. You first must have a contract with it. Then you should be able to file a UCC1 using that as your secure party creditor over the all-cap name. You get what I'm saying?
4: Yeah, I've done all that in the past, yes. Okay.
3: Okay. Okay. I'm, just, so, I'm explaining so to other
4: people, too. We are other listeners, too. No, no, I know, I'm not, I I, I know, I, I understand. Um, so, with your process, can I, should I, or can I attach an affidavit to this and send this to myself, registered mail to record it into the trust, that uh, to register it into the trust in that manner?
3: Oh, gosh, let's see, you got my mind my mind's stretching on this one, because I have to really see the paperwork. But if to put okay. it in the to put it in the estate, uh, you I, I would have to control it with a UCC and, and list it list the property, uh, in box four as collateral. You know, over okay that maybe yeah. what you're saying is that the estate is allowing a secure party creditor to use that collateral as it, to, to control it. You know, when you do a contract, you're going to be saying equitable title interest. And, um, mm-hmm. oh, my God, title, interest, uh, my, right now the third item is, wait a minute, equitable, interest, title, oh, gosh, my mind is blank. Well, I mean, look my, no, uh, interest, title, and something else that you're getting. You're giving a priority to, this, to your uh, assignee. I call them assignees. So you're giving you're given all all your uh, rights, interest, uh, okay. rights and and, and uh, title, interest rights and title. So the rights you're giving everything over to your assignee
4: or who your authorized representative will be. Yes, yeah, I've I've done that. I've done that. You did a had the UCC already one. with that. I I have a security agreement. I've done the UCC one financing statements. Okay. The colla- you know, all the you know, uh, putting all the collateral in there.
7: Yeah, so the
2: security uh, agreement will be the
4: contract.
7: Yes.
2: What about him saying that he's the beneficial owner? I mean, what, do that make a difference by him saying that or int- beneficial interest? It doesn't really make no. A
3: difference. No, it don't really make a difference. All you say saying okay. to that is when you when you're dealing with the uh, birth certificate, because the state owns it, you know they, that's there. So you're just a beneficiary of it. And that, that's another thing that you need to understand, people, when they come and dealing with your property. It don't belong to you. You're nothing more than, you know, a tenant. And, and Congress has said that, that the United States own your mortgage, and you're no more than a mere a mere tenant in that house. So when they come after you, they need to be coming after the owner. Dude, just, wait a minute. You need to talk to the United States. Why are you calling me up? I'm just letting you know what Congress has already stated. All debts, and, and I gave you 18 USC 8. Every debt, everything you get from them, belongs to the United States. So what the heck are that coming? Your mortgage created a liability. That liability belongs to the United States. So I would, I have, I would be, excuse me, unless you, until I get a notice from the United States saying I got to get out of their property. Forget you. Forget you. And they're corporations They are corporations County, the state The state of Michigan They are corporations, people Let's make them McDonald's And put a clown on it Make them Burger King And put a little king on it You know, give them a picture That you can look at and laugh at them Just laugh at them They're not real So you as a real man You bring yourself down Talking to some, you know Buzz Bunny and some uh, ca- some character. You bring yourself down, so you get represented. You create your own characters, and those characters are not U.S. citizens when you create them.
2: So, what do you do for enforcement? Because these people, you know, they they sometimes don't pay attention to your paperwork. So <laughs> what if they come with the sheriff and want to set you out anyway? What is your enforcement for that?
3: Uh, again, you could when you while you're doing the process, put a lien on the person. Put a lien, put a UCC one lien on them. Putting the the bonded person you've been talking to, uh, and then next to underneath that, the corporation they work for. And and again, you put you find their bond their bond number, which is usually at the county clerk office or the city clerk office, and the corporation go to Dun and Street, type in the address, and get their Dun's number. So what you say to the corporation, you're sending a letter to the corporation, you send them a, a draft of what you're going to mail in to the state as far as the UCC1. Send them a draft saying, if you don't take care of this, I will report this. I will file it at the state, and then I'll report it to Dun & Bass that you've got to lean on you. That will screw up their credit. I don't think your couple of hundred dollars is going to, is worth them jeopardizing their credit. Is more likely they probably tell the bonded person straighten this out, get take it, take care. You would definitely get a call from somebody, What do you want from us? I want what's in box four. But you know, these last minute things that you do, I don't know, you can still do what I'm saying, but it's kind of unaffected when the Sheriff is knocking because I, I believe Michigan, we got six month redemption period. You got six months to do right. stuff in. Why are you going to sit there and right. wait till the sheriff is knocking on your door? I, I don't, I, I have a hard time with that. But because you should be able to tell them from the get go, when I'm telling you in that six months, you need to be recording this. You need to put the affidavit so you are the first recorder, you have priority. You haven't recorded it in your name. That's the first thing you got to do is take care of the title. You do that even if you pay on the house. even if you're paying on the house. Look at your contract in Michigan line eighteen, where it says uh, you can part take part or all of the of your interest. You could transfer part or all of your interest without the lender's consent. Without the lender's consent That means if I got a lender I owe some money and I don't need Their consent for the title See the foreclosure is on the Loan and we can handle the Loan at, at another time You want to take the building Your building off the table This is how you Would take your building off the Table
4: Carla did you now. have any Other questions Yeah um, <clears throat> Since, so so now that I've, I've, done, I've done this quick claim deed, what, what do I do next with this? Well, there, again, get
3: it, out of, get it out of your name, put it in an undisclosed trust,
4: and then okay. transfer
3: it to a domestic, undisclosed domestic trust, and then you transfer it to a 98 trust that not, nowhere is there with any commerce at all. It's like a garage is a holding your garage hold your car, your motorcycle, your bicycle, your lawnmower. Nobody can get to it but you cause you got the key to the garage. It's not hooked up to anything. So that's the way and as they say the third transfer usually mean the title is lost. Nobody can really come after it after that. As so do you I have to give them that?
4: do I have to give them notice that, that I'm transferring it out or no? No. No. So you're, you're, who, who
3: you going to give notice to? The only thing you give a notice to is a filing at the register of deed. That's the only notice they need because they see that, oh, well, there is somebody who did a, a proper recording. And what did it say that for Michigan? And will have priority, prior, priority over any later recording. So that means nobody else can record on your property. It says it right here Race Notice Statute. If you're the first one, you win, and we'll have priority over any later recording. So anyone who come after you, after you, you have a priority. Their their stuff is void. So
4: but have nobody, to show, So at that point, I would have to come up, come forward, and show my recording, saying, "Hey, I got no, this."
3: You got it. Is is that to register a deed? They're supposed to see that before they even started on the process.
4: So what would I say to them? uh, This this property has been transferred into into an undisclosed trust.
3: No, you say go down to the register of deeds and look at the look at the paperwork. Go go down to the register of deeds and look and see what I've done. It's been recorded and it's at the register of deeds because it says right here uh, the later buyer. So let's say it's a mortgage or the uh, merge. Mm -hmm. Who pay who pay fair market or fair value? They pay a penny, so that that's not even a question yeah. anymore. Uh, does not have notice. You giving them notice if they don't have it of any earlier conflicting interest. You just have to have an interest in there, and you're recording your interest, and and so you record first, and they just can't do anything after that. This is. Part of recording. This is why you use this is what you use in the register of these for, but people, it's not done properly, just like your W twos are done. They've been filed on line number one on a ten forty. You are putting things, recording them incorrectly. It has not okay. and they know they know this. They know what mm-hmm. they're doing.
4: So I'm I'm in an okay position right now, not a great one because I haven't moved it into the into the trust. But I, but I'm in an okay position because my signatures are on the are on the document.
3: Well, let's put it like that. What 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 type of people have trust? Wealthy people. What of, FFP. What, wealthy wealthy people. people. Well, do you want do you need to reinvent the wheel here or just do what they do? Yes. Yeah. You think they have their okay. their uh one or five million dollar house filed down at the register of deed? Come on, be for real. <laughs> so everybody can see it and come after it? Be for real. No. It's about being invisible. It's about being. I don't know what name you, that you use out there under your, uh, you know, on your, on your, your UCC one. What name that you were you were using on, on the on the affidavit? You what name did you did you use any part of your name on that affidavit? Yes. Okay. Well, then you're not invisible. You get it? They could okay. they could yeah. sue your, your estate, and then they say AKA and add that other mm-hmm. name that you got. You got it?
4: Yeah.
3: Okay. Just to be funny, I mean, they just being funny.
4: Yeah. Nope, you can sue
3: Yeah, you can sue anybody. It doesn't matter whether you got a contract or not. You can sue anyone you want. It's winning is important. What's important? They may not win, but you know the hassle and the money you might have to pay out just to get them off your back. Where if they don't know where you at, where the property is located. Buy like water. They go where the least resistance is at. <laughs> they don't need they 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 don't need to come after your house. They got all those buildings next to you across the street. They got all of them to come after. They don't need to come after you. You you too tough. Mm-hmm. They got other fishes in the sea that they can go after.
4: Okay, no that makes
3: sense. Okay. Uh,
2: all right, thank you,
3: caller. Okay, caller. Thank you.
2: Uh, Okay. We got uh, 901-220, 901-220.
7: Hello. Hello. We hear you. Thank you. For one that has exceeded the rescission by the rescission period, um, but they've been foreclosed on a couple of years later, and they took the house. Uh, Is there any recourse using what you just told us or is it too late to use what you just told us?
3: Okay. Well, let's put it like this. Whoever they took the house, whoever got the house, go down there and find out if they recorded it because a bank can't have a home. Banks can't own real estate, period. They only can manage it. So go down there and see. I'm saying that people who purchase a house later, they most likely have a warranty deed as well. So they still don't have yeah. that it, signature down at the bottom. You get it?
7: They have a trust deed on file.
3: Well, uh, a, a, trustee a trust is, deed is not
7: a person. Trust deed. Trust deed. A trust, trust
6: deed.
3: Uh, I'm not familiar with the trust deed, but who signed it at the bottom? Who signed it? A trustee sign it? Then, that, then you don't have nobody. There's no real life. There's no person behind that.
7: No, that, that's, that's not no, they did not. It was an officer.
3: No. Well, that that's like a that's like a notary saying State of Michigan instead of signing her name. She goes State of Michigan. Well, that don't mean nothing. State of Michigan, that that that's no but that's no name. That's no liability. Someone has to be liable for that. Who signature? there's got to be a liability? When you get deals and they don't have no name, they only got a company. You send it back to them, excuse me, who do I talk to? Who's the liable person on this so I know who to sue, who would put a lien on? It don't sound like you got anyone to put a lien on it. I don't believe it's properly recorded. Go ahead and do your stuff anyway and see what happens. You get it?
7: So even though it's outside of the right of redemption, the the time period for redemption, still uh, do the same thing that you just described and and record it properly and do an affidavit.
3: You look at your mortgage statement. Look down on the second page bottom. There's something that says borrower's covenant. It says you have lawfully seized the property. Everything they did after that is legal and it's void. You're lawfully transferring the title with the affidavit. you lawful. They're legal because they're not real. The county, the they are not real. The county okay. is a corporation. Corps dead. They're dead. Corporations are dead. They got guns number. They're doing business out there. They are dead. They unconst. They unincorporated. Incorporated and incorporated means they are making money. That means they're unconstitutional. Even the Constitution don't follow these corporations because. Constitutions don't deal with profit. They make profit. That means they're not real. They're not constitutional. You're a constitutional person, whether you believe it or not. You are. They, they, they're supposed to protect you. The Constitution is a contract between these uh, 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 bar members and title. All these people got titles with, and them in England. England's telling them how to treat us. Because we want them to keep paying them for us, so you got to treat them good, so they can keep paying us. Don't be abusing them.
7: May I ask the second stop. question, please? Yes, go ahead. Okay. Would you? Uh, this is this is piggybacking from the last uh, conversation you had about the 1099A uh, and the OID process. Uh, the forms. The adjacent filing forms of uh, 8281, 706, and 709 is, I'm told, that is required. Uh, if so, could you explain those forms and tell me if they are required when you do the 1099A and 1099OID?
3: No, they're not required. Uh, let me ask you a question. Do you Are you in front of a computer?
7: I can, yes, uh, right, right here. I, I, my phone is a mini computer, so I can go ahead.
3: Okay, go on to Google. Type, type in final O I D table. Final F I N A L O I D table, and see. You get to the IRS. They will give you a table. They will give you a table. So let's see if you can get that table. People out there, listen up. Okay. If you're on the computer, let's follow along with Mr. Rice here. Final OID table, or you can go into IRS.gov and type in under the search Final OID table.
4: And so then it go down. To, it tried to find it on
7: uh, internal revenue and it says page not found, so I'll just go ahead and do an IRS search. Final OID Yeah, do an uh,
3: do IRS, do IRS.gov. Maybe they're not letting you that go I outside to that table because I've been talking about okay. it. And they always change things because I mentioned it earlier. They stop stuff that I talk about. So go to irs.gov, okay. and then under the search bar, say final OID table. In fact, let me uh, – I'm in front of a computer. Or can you, Beverly? Can Are you in front of one?
7: Okay. Um, it's in publication 1212. 12.
3: Yeah, well, it should
7: have.
3: It should be the first one. It should. What's the first one listed as?
7: Final release of 2019. There you go. It should be uh, tables.
3: Click, yeah, click on that one and then go down there where it says. Uh, I think it's PDF or Word or whatever format you want to look at it in. Uh, yeah,
7: uh, PDF. Okay, uh, the so 2018 is the one that's showing. All
3: right, let's say PDF, go into it and that tell me when you get to the table.
7: Okay it's, so it's we might, are you I, in the table? I presume it's pulling it up. It's pulling it up well, let, let me touch it again. All,
3: All right. right. Look at
7: look at I, the I, first I, I, column. Touched. Okay here it is. Here it is. I got it.
3: Look at the look at All the right. first column. What is the first column? What's the heading on the first
7: column? OID per daily OID per one thousand of maturity value for each accrual period.
3: No, you're not. You're not at the top. You need to go back to the top. Uh, Um,
7: Section one, section uh, one a.
3: No, it should say name of issuer. The the column with all the banks on it. Go to we'll see. You're gonna see all them banks. All these bank names on there. Scroll to the top and see what the name of that column
7: is. I am down here. What does it label? What is it label? What yeah. uh, What's the name see. of that column? 201. Uh, let's see. 201 first. Name of issuer. It Thank you. Number. Yes.
3: Yeah. So if you got an 8281. You'll see if you bring up an eighty-two eighty-one. You will see everything on the eighty-two eighty-one is on that chart, and it got the what? The first thing on the eighty-two eighty-one it says name of issuer. Well, it says banks. You can scroll down there. Maybe Bank of America. There's probably about 20, 30, or forty of them. And you know, you're yeah, not. Idiot. Your name is not. Your name is not an issuer. You are not an issuer. Those are the issuers. The issuer, whoever you sign the contract with, they send the eighty two eighty one to the IRS and they put it on that table. They create that table. Look at go down, go to look at the other columns where it says what? Uh maturity date, QCIP number. Who is it talking about? Right. It's talking about the issuer.
7: Yeah.
3: How do you think they got that information? The 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 contractors or the public trustees sent it to them when they created the fidelity bond and the fidelity bond, which is a payment bond and a performance bond, has maturity dates. You know they 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 when the, when they they had to give them at the Securities Exchange Commission the date they put it in. You and I don't know that. I don't know when they did that. I don't know the maturity date of the bonds that they created. They know it, and they give it to the IRS, and they put it on that table so they can keep a list of everybody. Look at, look I say, name the other columns for me. Name an issue. What are the other columns on there? So someone who has an 80 don't have an 8281. Please read the other columns and 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 tell me, because I know you don't have one in front of you, but just read out other columns. So maybe someone who does have an 82 and 81, 8281 realize that is not for you to be filling out.
7: An issue maturity, principal, interest, yield, OID to a certain date.
3: Yeah, yield and and principal and, and and maturity date. How, how you gonna know that? How, how would you know that? <laughs> I, I don't. I know I don't. And then I think it actually when they when you get to the uh, if you look at the bottom of the eighty two eighty one it says the date you gave it to the Security Exchange Commission. I didn't give them anything. I just signed a contract to get a loan. I did not give them anything, the Security Exchange Commission. I didn't file that with them. I don't know what it is to be putting a bond in for them to put on the market. That's not what I do.
6: I'm just letting you know.
3: You, I, just, I just, I'm glad, I want you to read it. The first column that has nothing but banks, you can scroll down. Oh my gosh. Sometimes some of them banks got, you talking about CUSA numbers? Some them the Bank of America might have four dozen q numbers, you know what I'm saying,
7: yeah, so are there any other forms to 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 fill out and send in when you do a ten ninety nine a ten ninety six no
0: and
1: no and, no, and no. All you, is you, is, you know
7: sometimes they'll come after you you know if you uh do that and get get the get the check from the treasury.
3: Yeah, you fill because people are mixing the, the private money with the public money, and that's when they get you in trouble. You can't mix the two. Private and public cannot be mixed. But the point is being that you're just filling out the A, and I call the A as an alert. Remember, when you got that house, when you got that student loan, when you got that car note, did any of those people send you a statement at the end of the year saying they gave you the money? So if they didn't tell you that, that means they didn't tell the IRS that. That means everything had nothing of those finances has been, they call assessed, meaning reported. Assessed means reported. None of it's been reported. Okay. Everything, you, I don't know if you've ever seen that, that you type in, A retired Judge Dale, D-A-L-E, he's a judge that retired, and he came out with his book five that he really didn't want to do, but he had to tell people everything that happens in court is not reported to the IRS. I got people who called me, they got out of jail because they filed a 1099 LTC, long-term care. They're taking care of you in prison so like they would if you have a senior that's in some kind of home. They're taking money out of their estate and it's not being reported. I'm going to report it. They kicked them out of prison. <laughs> I literally, They when they started, filing, when they started doing the test, they kicked them out because the IRS is going to say, well, wait a minute. Are they the only ones that's in jail that uh income that hasn't been claimed? The IRS, when they give you a bill, people, they're telling you funds that have not been assessed. That means no one has reported them. And guess what? Look at the coupon. It says payment. Payment. It didn't say make a payment. It is a payment. All you need to do is take the coupon. And give it back to them. Now you just gave them a vulture. Matter of fact, Trump says payment vulture. You just gave them a vulture, like a ten forty B. All they do is they need your autograph.
7: So, okay, you're, so you, what is the best way to handle a treasury check once you get so that you don't get would, in trouble with public and private?
3: I will put I will put it in a Treasury direct account or some kind of private bank, something where there's no record of it, and open up an account at your financial institution that has a non-interest bearing status, non-interest bearing status, and you may even want to say special deposit. That means they can't take no money out of it. When you say special deposit, it's a trustee situation, and they cannot. Securalize whatever you deposit in that account. So, non interest bearing account with special deposit as special deposit. That's private. Now, you could transfer it from any account that you have, the Treasury Direct or whatever private bank you have, and transfer it into that account. Now, you would therefore go to the bank manager and say, I need to open up an escrow account and I want to put so much money in that escrow t- account. And I want to use it as collateral for a line of credit. Now you just converted private money into public money, and they're going to give you checks. They love you. You just created money for them. Because every time you write a check, they can cons- secur- securize it and get it from the treasury and get money. They love you. You're on their Christmas card list. Everything. You,
7: they're happy Well, usually when you say line of credit, that means you got to pay it back.
3: Yes, that's why some of the money, that's why some of the money, you don't transfer all of it into the escrow. Keep some of it, keep some of it in the non-interest ban account and use it to pay on your monthly fee. Get it? Figure out how much is it? You A debt yeah. pays a debt. There's no problem for a debt to pay a debt. You just can't go get you a new car, a new house, and get mama a house and a new car. That's when they go to
7: jail. Mm. Now, right.
2: now, Byron, he can get a new house on that line of credit, right?
3: Exactly. Exactly.
2: He just can't get no it on the problem. non-interest parent. right?
3: Now, if you already have a house... And you could use that non-interest band to pay that debt off. You get it? But you can't go buy you a new home. You get? You understand what I'm saying?
7: All right. Wow. Well, you can take me out of queue now. That was great, Myron. <laughs> Thank you. I I a my Absolutely. We, <laughs> learn, we,
2: we learn in finances. we we late, but we're learning it.
3: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm I'm, on, I'm really on a fundamental level out here, people. I'm really you giving you the fundamentals of what you need to look at, but it's not the ultimate. It's not the ultimate. It really isn't, you know. So anyway, thank you. you got any more callers here? Yes. I'm glad. See, this is a uh, nice open floor.
2: Yes, and the, and the number uh to call in is three two three six four two. One five eight six three two three six four two one five eight six and push the number one, and I'll see your hands raised. It's the time to ask any questions that you have. If you have any comments, get tell us the comments. Okay, I'm going to area code four one four seven three six four one four seven three six.
8: Hey, hey, Beverly, hey, Myra. Hey, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. I got a pretty simple question. Uh, it's two of them. One is just dealing with the 1099A. So, in the in the box where we will write the social security number, I know you said write it in there with uh without the without the dashes. But would that be the first two numbers and then a dash and then the other seven, or would just completely um all all the numbers running concurrently, all nine in a row? Or are we using the dashes? And this is the one that we'll be sending in to the, uh, you know, to to the companies or whatever, have you
3: Yeah, because they, they 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 they're using your social security. You might you might want to just convert it. If you say a state, you just want to convert it into an EIN number format with the one dash. Now, when you with file, the one dash tax, is, okay. the, yeah, when you mm-hmm. filing your taxes though on those tax forms, 1040, 1041, 706, 709, you're gonna you're not gonna have no dashes. You are exempt.
8: Okay, that's so. Why but with ten
3: forty
0: four,
8: and when we're sending it in to the and when sending it in to the company, and, and this and and at ten ninety nine a, like you said, ten ninety nine a or uh, alert or sending it in, can we also use that for student loans as well?
3: They didn't get did they? Or any, any, anyone that has did a debt? Not, did you did you get a bill at the end of the year? Did you get a I statement? I did not. I what? haven't
8: got a bill in nine year that I had these student loans. <laughs> then
3: you didn't get no uh, W-2 or anything that said that they loaned you money, well, then it's not been assessed. It hasn't been reported. Okay. See, We have to report the tax. That don't mean you're going to pay taxes, people, because we're exempt. If you use that exempted number, you don't pay. We're not supposed to pay anything because H.J.R. 192 says all our obligations are discharged dollar for dollar. Okay. So why are you so paying we- anything? You, but you gotta.
8: So you when I send them. that into them, when I send that into them, Myra, should I send the coupon or the statement that they send as well. So you know, of course, they got those three. That's on the sheet yeah. uh, in the red. And then when I send those, when I send their copies to them with that coupon or whatever statement that they send me monthly with included with that, or just the form by itself.
3: Well, I wouldn't do it on a month-to-month basis. Just, just find so, out what is for ask for the full payment of it, or go back mm-hmm. and get the promissory note or the application that gave you the full amount, and just do the whole mm-hmm. thing and call accord and satisfaction. That means it, I paid in full. Accord mm-hmm. and satisfaction. You want to get rid of it? Accord and satisfaction. So, Make look at. Uh, his name is Charles Booker. He he has a form a book here that I got. with, with the book? Chain to the sky. Oh, it's a good book. It's got some lot of information. Charles Booker, Chain to the Sky, $21 from Amazon. And he's got a new one out that's probably even better, but I haven't had a chance to look at his new one out. He came out last week. But uh, the point
8: is
9: that
3: you got got yours.
9: Oh, good.
8: but But do send that statement in, even if it's the official payoff balance, put that inside. The uh in, inside the uh correspondence with them included with the their copy yeah. of the 1099a. Okay. Yeah, you write
3: you write a cover letter and you tell them that remember you got to convert the coupon into a money order or I call it mm-hmm. a bill a, a, a bill of credit. It's a bill and it's got credit and and you got to put your uh, social security number on there and your exemption number on there your exemption ID, you know. There's some language, and then you could put a stamp or uh, sign it on the front if you're going to sign it and put a two-cent stamp on there because now it makes you the postmaster handling the bill. There's so many different ways of doing this. I could probably come up with 10 different ways you could take care of any debt. But the mm-hmm. most important all is that you get the 1099A to them because why? Under Publication 1212, 12, page 7, they're supposed to give you the OID to the owner. It said to mm-hmm. each owner. But they don't know who the owner is. Well, if I give them a ten ninety nine A, who is the lender on that ten ninety nine A abandonment? Who's the lender? I am. Okay, so you just told him I'm the lender. Right. You're the borrower. So you 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 have no reason not to give me my OID. What's your excuse?
8: Do you have examples of think- that inscribed, uh, Myra, like the verbiage that will go on the coupon? Is there oh, any um, no, documents inscribed that might be like that?
3: Uh, no, I don't. I'm looking at other people. Okay. I'm putting Charles Booker together with Eon. Eon has a called My Style Money Order where he took a couple mm-hmm. of court cases in Chris, Chris County, Illinois, and California. And the judges told him why he wouldn't keep this man from losing his house because he gave a a, a, a tender, but it wasn't filled out properly.
8: Mm. If you didn't
3: fill it out properly, you need to have if it can't if the United States owned the property, then you need to put down there March the ninth of nineteen thirty three that they took all the people's uh full full faith and credit. They took all the people's right. gold made first and they said full faith and credit. All that had to be down there. And he puts it all in there under my style money order, Eon, E O N. Okay. Go check it out. And he tells you people I'll get go- paid.
8: I check he them out with
2: my
3: I, I'm, yeah i I've seen some of his stuff
8: before I check them out, but okay. also i got the ten nine the ten ninety nines that i have ten ninety as and OIDs. um they haven't released the twenty twenty ones from um yet from the i r s as far as they haven't mailed them out now I've seen them online but they haven't mailed i haven't been mailed them i still have twenty nineteen uh um a to the ten ninety as and o i d are those still able to be used, or should I just wait until they released for well, 2021 since we're in
3: 2020. Do you have a 1099-A in front of you?
8: Um, no, but I have one on my phone that I'm looking at.
3: Okay. Look, on, isn't there a box that says uh, the date that someone acknowledged it? Don't, it ha- uh-huh. don't they have it on there? Yeah, it does. It says the
8: date that acknowledge acknowledged it. And you said you could just put any day. I can put today or whenever I came to the realization that this
7: was abandoned.
3: Okay, so if, if you get an earlier 1099A, whatever, put the date, put the put the day date on there, even though it's a later okay. date. They, all they want you to do is claim it. You just gotta access it. It really don't matter what number format. In fact, they used to say, I remember when they say if you got a 2018 and you want a 2019 and they don't have it out, just cross the cross the year out, the last two numbers on the on mm-hmm. there, and put your year on there.
8: Okay. You because know, no, on the back it, of the know. form, on the back of it it says that the the uh the copy that goes to the company or whomever you sending it to. Um, not the copy that goes to the IRS but the copy that goes to the company, it needed to be to them by the end of uh twenty no, actually it needed to be by to them by January thirty first of this year. And so I didn't know if that was you know what I mean, if that was something for them trying to do their booking or they you know, what they needed to clear off their books or however, but I'm just gonna send yeah, them well, as,
3: as and i I know we should have been starting this stuff like in October of the year, end Mm -hmm. of the year, so that the OID could be given to you. But it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. It's going to happen because they get reported, and you are saying that they abandoned uh, Mm -hmm. assessing this amount. This amount has never been reported to them, to the IRS. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're doing. Now the IRS have a choice. They can go over there to them and say, hey, do you have this guy – You know, uh, you know what? A four one four seven three six money and with his this account number that he has on here at your bank. Uh, yeah, we have it. Well, you need to put it in your escrow account. You need to take it out of your bank and put it in your escrow account, which is their EIN number at the Mm -hmm. IRS office, Mm -hmm. and then ask them send you the OID. The OID, they give you the OID. That's what 1212, they didn't say you're supposed to file it. They're supposed to give it to you when they know you are the owner.
6: And when they mm-hmm. give
3: it to you, just like a W-2. You just put it on line 17 if you're gonna doing a 1040. Um, uh, I think it's on the back the section G. I think it's uh, line 17 or something like that, or 14. Okay. Or Tomorrow,
2: we got a lot of calls. Really? Okay, my, oh, okay. And I, I,
3: one,
8: one, Myron, one last question for you, and this is just uh, this is just with making the estate um, on through the IRS. Do, do we make the estate through the IRS gov? And because I've seen some video before when I had listened to you prior, and I went out looking for it, and I seen an example of where people were actually making the estate through IRS, the IRS site, um, and, and it would list them as the uh, the executor of the estate, but on their own, you know, on their own. Legal fiction name, basically, is that what you mean by the estate? And I'll, I'll thank you and thank Sister Beverly, and I'll go ahead and hop off the line as and wait for you to answer. Okay, thank
3: you, well the, the The estate would be what the what the state the the, the state that you born in. That's their estate. You could open up trusses at the IRS. Just open up some trusses that are representative of the state. Remember, the estate is a child. The estate is a child. And so it needs some representation, and that's why you have to create your own avatars and your own assignees to represent that child. so when you file taxes or whatever you file it under if I'm a bank, I do it under financial the banking If I am an agent of a business, then the business file it for the child That's all next call
2: okay all right um eight one six.
3: Six eight
2: one. No not, Yeah, eight one
8: six six eight one. Kansas City. Kansas City. What's up? <laughs> hey, how you doing? I was trying to get some information on them SF thirty forms.
3: the SF thirty is a uh, a modification where you want to modify whatever you are getting from social security, whatever you want to modify. That's what the sf thirty is. The uh, SS-1414, 1416, and 1418 are the bonds that you're telling them to take some funds to pay you out of. Whatever you modify, they got to take it out of one of those bonds there. Most likely it's a payment bond.
8: So you can actually use these on your – I was um, listening to Patrick Devine. You can actually
3: do this on your DD-214 to, I guess, uh, liquidate that. I'm learning it. I really do because I have some dental work and I want the VA to take care of it. And I'm going to be using those forms to give to – and he gave – he had a whole floor to himself. He purchased a car with these forms. I mean, you can use these forms to to help you. They they are on the private side. Those forms are on the private side. Now, publicly, they got GS forms, uh, GSA forms. Like the 25, 25A, and the 24. Yeah, yeah and, and so those those are public. Those are the public ones. So you operate on the private side. But well, remember, the SF 1414 14 said consent of the surety. Consent of the surety. What's a surety? The birth certificate. We got a surety. I, can't consent. I have a contract. Get it? Yeah. Yeah.
4: That makes sense. Yes. Okay, okay,
3: caller.
2: Thank you. Okay, caller. Thank you. Uh, we got um, 510
10: 478. 510 478. Hey. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Uh, greetings, Myron. Uh Thank you, Beverly, for having the call tonight. And I'm going to thank my brother for getting me on this call tonight. Hey, um, Myron, uh, I've just been listening to you for the last couple of days, man, and I am just so impressed with the um, the, the 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 amount of knowledge that you have concerning uh, the, these issues. Now, look, my issue is um, a tax deficiency, <clears throat> so I had been holding on to the coupons for a little while because I just wasn't sure as to how to process them. I don't want to get myself in any type of trouble, but I didn't know nothing
3: about the Uh, 1099-A. Okay. Well, let's go back, because let me ask you this. Is those taxes, those coupons, those bills you have, is your name all cap? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it belongs to a corporation. What corporation? Uh, Anyone out there, please let me know. Did you personally sign your birth certificate?
7: No. Well I
10: did now. Oh no, 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 no. When, no, uh uh-uh. uh. No, when okay. it was first created, no,
3: I didn't. Yeah, right. Well if you didn't sign your birth certificate and who signed it? I believe it said the registrar down at the bottom, which is uh, under probate, which is underneath the state, send it to the state. You need to call you need to go look at your um state and put in there registered agent. Because you have an agency you're in, you're under an agency and you are the agent so resident agency I have a job description in Michigan It's a, a MCL four five zero dot one two four seven it I'm sorry one two four six it tells me my job description as an agent is to receive all the bills medical medical or bill IRS receive them all and to promptly forward them to the head of the corporation, the director or manager at their last known address. So I did that for a year and a half. They sent it to the so people how do I get my it.
10: agency number?
3: No, you don't have it. You were already, you was appointed an agent. You was appointed an agent when you got your driver's license. You needed a name. They need a name and an address. When you receive your driver's license at 17, 18, you became the agent of your all-cap name. You don't need no number. You've been signing your contract. Every contract you sign with the all-cap name, uh, authorized representative on the checks, you know, when you write checks, when you wrote checks out and you signed the bottom, that line says what? Authorized representative, authorized representative. It looked like a line, but it's words if you get close enough on the microphone, microscope. You you are a representative of the name. So But as an agent, and I I tell you, people, y'all really need to look at Michigan Law, MCL, 12.280, your liability, my liability, 12.280, MCL, Michigan Compiled Law. Go to Section 2. As an agent, I'm not responsible for anything as an employee of the agent, you know? um, Okay. If you work for a corporation and you're doing the job of the corporation, you're not liable for anything that go bad. When they had that oil uh, spill in Louisiana and and uh, what BP, I call black people oil, uh, did anyone go to jail? Because I, I know BP didn't do it because that's just the name of a title. Somebody had to open up the valve for the oil to spill out. That person didn't go to jail. They were doing their job. They might have got punished by them. You know, they, they are. You're not liable, you know, to the, to the rules. You're doing a job. What do you think these judges get away with so much? They are nothing but clerks. There are no judges since 1789. They are clerks, and they're just doing the job as, a, as an agent. Oh,
10: okay. Okay, now I, I get that. Now the the, um, the notice of deficiency was for the the year 2016, and that was the year that me and my wife both we filed jointly. So they're sending this notice to both of us. Now I did um, the UCC one, I authenticated the birth certificate. Now I don't know if my UCC one is is quite filed properly. You know, um, you know, because you don't never know, you know, if you don't get no approval or anything like that, whether it's going to be accepted or not. I haven't sent it off. I sent it off to the Treasury. I sent it off to Puerto Rico. I sent it off to the Treasury. Those are the only folks that got it. Now this local IRS agent seems to be ignoring, uh, uh, you know, just ignoring all my correspondence. So I've, I've, I've requested my individual master file under the information, um, you know, uh, the Freedom of Information Act, uh, and um, no response.
3: Okay, um, uh, let me let me ask a few questions because you say you're getting a notice uh, that you owe some, some funds. Are, are they giving you a coupon?
10: Well, not on this one. Okay, now let, let me back up too because – a lot of it stems from the franchise tax board where they was billing me earlier for one of my business that I had, right I had a car um dealership, so they wanted to come in and audit me right as I was surrendering the license. So I told them I didn't approve of no just no random audit. So what they did is they they, they, they you know, I mean you know what I mean I held them off with some some letters and stuff like that you know what I'm saying because I've been studying there for for a little while so you, you know what I mean I I uh, did a uh, um um uh, a, a notice of non-dishonor you know what I mean and it's sent them back and told them that I don't approve of the 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 you know them searching my books and all that kind of stuff so they just did an arbitrary audit on their own
3: okay question okay. you know we got to short this out. uh did um is the business still active no uh-uh. the dealership did you bankrupt it? Have you bankrupt, uh, bankrupt the business if you bankrupt the business all all the debts that's accumulated goes away period bankrupt the business just don't use that's not don't just don't not not use it bankrupt it, get rid of it make sure a bank
10: yeah, yeah, I I, I just surrendered the licenses but I I didn't bankrupt it
3: though. No, bankrupt it. Bankrupt it. When you bankrupt okay. anything fictional, all the debts go with it. Anybody got business out there that did a bankruptcy? call in so maybe this man can hear how you do that. But if you got debts under some, that's why I say get several trusts, get several corporations, get as many as you want, because what do you think those other people do? You know, it kills me how you ever go to that no money down seminars they always have on real estate, and the man said, I had 11 businesses until I got to this one. Well, what did he do? He bankrupt those first 11. He transferred the funds into the next business, and then he bankrupted. Any asset that you want, transfer it to some other business, and then you bankrupt the one you have. All the debts go away. That's the bottom line, y'all. You need to know. Well, really I wrote him a bond, things. huh?
10: I wrote him a bond, a registered you know, bond.
3: Probably, yeah, and you probably didn't do it right because you wrote a bond. And and you did the administrative it.
10: process. You know what I mean. I did the administrative process. They they couldn't answer back. You know what I mean. So I got the notice of non uh non response, the certificate of non response. I did all of that, but I didn't put that on the record. I didn't go down okay. to the Secretary of State and get that apostilled.
3: Well, again, I don't know because I, I can't see the bond. I, I just told you how. Eon was talking about this guy who gave him a tenant, a tender, and they were selling his house. And the judge said, Well, we can continue selling it because you didn't write the right things on that. There's certain ways, certain things you got to put on those things. Certain things you got to put on them. A bond is insurance. So I don't understand. You created some insurance policy to pay whatever the debt it is that they want you to pay. What is it? If it's a debt that they say you to pay it, either you use your straw man to pay it or bankrupt it. Get rid of it. If you don't want to pay it, just bankrupt it. Otherwise, your straw man has all the money in the world to take care of you. You keep relating everything it's yours. It's not yours. You don't own no okay. money. There's no gold with us. So you haven't filed, uh, you're not addressing it properly. Okay, that's all I can buy. Really uh, uh, well,
10: I, 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 I I I finally did the ten ninety nine A's. So I did send them off um with the with with, with with you know with the um the um the uh the, the, the coupons, you know what i I did the money orders on the coupons and I sent them off to the treasury. Now in in the, the where where you put the uh, EIN number the I did use my social security number. Can I correct
3: that? You can do it. They, they got things at the top that says there every those forms that says corrected or void. You can do whatever you want to do, but you know it's hard to say. How did you fill them out properly? When you did the A, you put yourself as the lender and they the borrower. Did you uh, check yeah. box uh, five and say that they have uh, they were supposed to pay taxes on it when they took the funds out and they didn't take they didn't do that? You had to check box yeah, five I to abandon it.
10: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I did.
3: Okay. Well, when you gave it to the IRS and you sent it to them certified, and they claim they gave you got the green card back, did you tell them the IRS that these people haven't given you the OID and that you need to file a thirty nine forty nine A on them or thirteen nine oh nine, saying that they think they're tax exempt? They took money out of That's my net. state.
10: That's what I'm working on right now. The the, the okay. that letter right there. Yeah, because I'm asking them now the franchise tax board because I've already sent them a letter already telling them to um, you know file the 1099 OID on the eligible issues. They ignored that.
6: Mm-hmm.
10: Okay,
3: yeah. Why how, why aren't you enforcing it and and calling the IRS and filling out that 3949 and let them tell you what's the problem? I mean, yep. come on, people. So that- if, you, oh, okay. if somebody broke in your house, you, you call the police. You you don't sit there and argue with the person that's breaking in your house. Call, call the enforcement. Enforce it and see what happens. Let the IRS tell you what you're doing wrong or right. Because the bottom oh, line okay. is going to have to come to their department anyway. It goes to their office eventually. It's going to go to their office eventually. It will be there. So, you know. Re-forward and just go there yourself and report them with a 3949A and you attach everything that you claim you done did and find out what they come up with.
10: Okay. Okay.
3: Yeah. That's that's good
6: advice. If you
3: do it and they ignore you, then you got to go to the people who tell them what to do. The IRS tells them what to do. So if they don't give it to you, then you tell the IRS, they, they say, kiss my butt. You know, they're telling you, IRS, to kiss their butt because they're not going to do what you tell them to do, what, they, what you told them to do. Okay? Okay.
1: All I, right. Thanks a thank lot, you. Myra.
3: Thank, thanks a lot. I hope I was able okay. to help a little bit. Oh, okay. Fine. The 3949, is that the only form? No, the, the no. The 13909 tells the IRS that these people think they're tax-exempt. They're not paying taxes okay. on those forms. That means they're not assessing them. They're not uh, giving it back to you because anything they take out of your estate has to be returned to the principal, and they're not returning to the principal because you didn't get a check. You got a bill. You should have got a check.
10: Okay. Right on. Okay. Okay.
1: okay.
2: Thank you, caller.
10: Good to know. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. We go on to 443882. Greetings. No, Look, really? earlier in the call, early, my name is Maria. Earlier in the call,
7: <clears throat> you talked okay. about a
2: form that the inmates um, fill, uh, inmate filled out and he was released.
3: Yes, they called me. Well, he called me up and say, "Mr. Rice, I just want to say thank you. I'm out, and they're paying me for every day I was in jail." And he hung up. Oh, I, heard, I heard. I heard from him again, maybe a year later saying that, oh, my mom died and I got $75,000. I said, well, give me 10%. Oh, I'll figure it out myself. I said, well, don't call me no more, and I hung up.
2: Oh. Um, so what What form is that? And and another question I have. I enjoy your show, but I'm at work. So is these shows recorded? Yes, yeah, they
3: are. Definitely you want to give them the to call to get the recordings.
2: Yeah, go to uh blog talk radio, all one word dot com, forward slash well, truth. Wait a minute blog the number, talk radio. Uh-huh, all one word, dot com, dot C O M. Forward uh-huh. slash, that's that's leaning to the right, and T R U T H and the number two. And the word power. Wait minute, you say T Wait T-R-U-T-H. T R E U T H truth. And truth, then the number okay. two. uh-huh And write a I two did. in there. The number two. Not the word two. Okay. And then write power. Oh. P O W E R. Truth to Power. P O P like a so Peter. P P O W E R. Yes. And then it'll take you to the the page and all of his show look for his name, Myron Wright. And and those, you know, it'll go all the way back two years. You have two years or more of shows. Okay. And the name of that form again that he filled out, uh, he had it's to a out, 10 well, 90, he sent
3: to the Yeah, 10, 1099 LTC, Long Term Care. Ten no. ninety LTC. LTC. 1099. Long
2: awesome. term. Okay.
3: Yeah, you, you'll see you it on so that 1096. Much. The 1096 has a list of all the 1099s on it. 1096, because that's a cover letter for all the 1099s. And you'll see LTC, long-term care, and then look it up. You know, I don't like to get in too much detail. Last week we was all into that, but this this week I don't want to really get into it.
2: Okay, thank you so much.
3: Now you're welcome. Thank you for calling. Yeah.
2: Okay, now we got
11: um four oh nine two three seven. 237 Hello Beverly,
6: how you doing, Murray? Hey, how great, you doing? Sir? Hey, how are
11: you? Good, good, good. No, I just I was just referring to the gentleman a while back, but it's it's over uh when he was asking about the verbiage that goes on the money art, I was gonna tell him he can go to uh go to um Oh, uh, oh my God! I, I it just went brain dead. But uh, Legal Crest, you can go to Legal Crest and actually uh, Booker has it, and he shows you the whole all of the verbiage. He shows you how to write it out and everything. There's a video there, and uh, it's got a lot of good information. Also, it shows you the the, the bonds, the bit bonds, uh, the preferred uh, bond, and performance bond. Yeah, he actually show you how to fill those out as well. So that information there is a legal question. uh you want to Yeah, that,
3: that's Charles that's Charles Booker's uh, uh locale, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, that's
11: that, okay, that our Yeah.
3: And he
11: that's
3: and he right. has a book he has books out. Uh Chain to the that's Sky right. and he has another one he just right. came out with last week. But
11: well, it's the it's the it's the update uh to the Chain to the Sky. And uh it's all of the new information that he had, he said it's uh make the process even stronger. And so he's mm-hmm. gonna also do a video. If anybody already have the old book, change the sky, the first one. You don't have to run out and buy the new one because he already stated that he's gonna do a video which gonna let which he's gonna show the processes and everything else, all other verbiage that he placed in the new book.
2: Wow, I wish yeah. I had a
3: knew that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well you know it's
3: good it's good to have a paper copy because, anyway, you yeah. know it's yeah. something you read. The videos don't have everything, even though they you can now uh download the transcripts of every video on YouTube. You know, they got three dots on it. Mm-hmm. But you know he never uses YouTube. He he uses uh Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Everybody, no, know. I, I, know, I know I have a um uh, I have Firefox and there is an attachment where you can actually download Facebook stuff, they got to add an attachment so you can actually download Facebook in Firefox.
6: Okay.
3: Uh, let me see okay. here. Okay. If well, I do we have, have any
2: questions, Paula uh, Because we still got people on the line. That's
3: right.
2: Oh uh, no, go ahead. Uh, yeah. To, uh, okay. Ahead. All right. Thank you, sir. So uh, I thank you. I
3: thank you, sir, for that information. Anyway, thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's see. Let's go Fox. to. Go ahead. Yeah, in Firefox. Wait a minute. Firefox is called Social Video Downloader, and that Social Video Downloader, you got Firefox and go to Options and add Extensions is Social Video Downloader, where it allows you to download uh, Facebook stuff. Okay. Next caller. Beverly.
2: Hello? Oh nine one okay my phone that was my phone three four. Nine one seven, are you there greetings
10: greetings okay. how are you doing
2: great great we can hear you you have a question yeah, I'm, I'm comment? On
6: a, yes I'm
10: on a, I have a question I'm with uh a, I'm i a I'm I'm doing a conference with a friend of mine because he can't he can't call in so he has a question to ask
7: his name is Anthony how you doing can you hear me. Yes,
3: haven't we talked before?
7: Yes. Okay. No, never spoke before. First time.
8: Oh. Okay. My question
7: to you is, how how can I do I utilize or how can I I have a foreclosure that took place, and how can I get my property back through after the foreclosure? Again, is it possible to get the property back?
3: All you have to do. Is go down there and register deeds to see if anybody name is on your property now. Cause a lot of times they don't put no name. They they got a warranty. It has to be a warranty deed. If it's in that warranty deed format, just like you got a warranty deed, you'll see your name is not typed in there. You take that warranty deed, get a certified copy of it, and you attach an affidavit to it. So what you're doing, you are contracting with the seller. Now the seller could be dead. But it don't matter. You're just attaching it so it's a contract between you and the seller. You just transfer the title over to you, and then you uh, notarize it, have it notarized, and then file it back into the register of deed. And then go look into okay, what, what
7: state. Uh, what state are you calling from? New York. What I did earlier, I did an acknowledgment acceptance of the deed, and I did have it notarized with my signature on it. So I accepted the the deed.
3: No, no, the no, the, no, no. No, you're not accepting nothing. You They know that. Okay. You are actually creating a grant deed. If you look in your contract, it would say that you can grant it to yourself. So you could grant a grant deed on the fee simple is powerful, more powerful than a, a warranty deed because that's what's actually overriding everything. You're going over the warranty deed by putting in a grant deed. And you're saying uh, fee okay. simple. So, affidavit of a grand deed, fee simple, and, and then and get it signed, it, notarize it, and have it refiled back down to the register of deeds. Now, you want to really go extensively. You can have it authenticated with the state and then um, register it to yourself and then file. I got a registered property that you will file it back into the register of deeds if you want to go to the extent. But you would have, you'll be the first recording. Because you're under, again, you know, New York is under the uh, race notice statutes. You heard me talking about that earlier. Go look it up. Yes, race I Race statutes under recording. And, and you'll see that. You never recorded it. So that's why these other folks could come after you. But these people did it legally. You have the lawful right to do it. So lawful automatically voids everything afterwards that's legal. It automatically voids it all.
7: So, so what you're saying is to record, uh, to 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 establish a grant deed under the fee simple, have that uh, uh notarized and recorded.
3: Yeah, yes, and and record it back and, in there. Now, now you have got a proper recording okay. done, and then then you need to uh, talk to the assessor's office and and see if they got a form that shows that the property has been transferred. I said I told you michigan m i twenty seven six six tells you, and on that on the first line said you don't have to record it. you don't have to record to be at the register of deed when you transfer it to a trust so, so you my, first, my first first trust.
7: step my first step is to go down and and verify and see what's recorded and what's name is under the recording, yeah, to make sure
3: that no one remember the first person who records it has priority after any later recording. So if they haven't sold it, and even if they did sold it, what format did they put it in? Quick claim or a warranty deed? Because those are only two that you normally do. And if they did, their name would be down there on the bottom. Whoever the corporation that sold it to them is on the bottom, and their name is typed at the top. So these, as long as it's typed at the top, it's, not, it's unrecorded.
7: Got you. On it tomorrow. Thank you.
3: Okay.
2: And so, so he got to sign it, right? He got to sign the affidavit and have it notarized. Yes. Sir. It's got to have his Correct. signature. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you, caller.
7: Thank you very much. I appreciate that.
3: Okay then. Yeah. Go look at that. Look at that uh, race race thing. That that's kind of like an easy way to understand how they take your property in the first place. Because if they took it in the first place, that means you was already unrecorded. Get it? So yeah. if you want to beat okay. us, be record. Cool. Go ahead
2: Okay. All right, I'm going to open up 704-663-704. 704 663 uh, 704 704 Do you have your mute on? 663 Okay, I'm moving on 704 All righty.
9: We might have answered question.
2: Yeah. Let's go to 229-328-229. This me. 229. Yeah, hello. Go yes. ahead. Yes,
9: we hear you. Okay. Um.
8: Okay, I just got a letter from the IRS
11: where I owed them, I owed them like a 1000 but I haven't filed my taxes from last year and this year, but the place is trying to charge me $50 to file my taxes because I'm going to have to owe them back. And I was trying to see, like, okay, because I was hearing about the
3: 1099 form y'all was talking about, but
11: I wasn't really under understanding it. Okay. Do you
3: do you happen to have that a thousand dollar bill in front of you by the IRS? Do you have it in front of you?
11: The five dollar bill.
3: The the thousand dollar bill that they sent you. The IRS sent you. Do you have that in front of you? Um, I can in about ten seconds. Okay. Go ahead. Because you have to understand, people. Uh, let me say this while he's getting it. People understand whether you file taxes or not. It doesn't matter. The IRS is telling you someone has took funds out of your estate and you haven't reported it. It was, It's never been reported. So you have an assessment. And I assume when he brings it back, I will hopefully he'll see the word payment vulture on the coupon. That's why I want him to get it so he can see it. They don't say make a payment. IRS don't say make a payment. They already gave you the payment. They just need you to know that someone has took funds out of your estate and it has not been claimed. It has not been reported to them. So, and more likely, if you look at your credit report and you look at all the debts that's on your credit report, those people, at one time, those funds had to come out of your estate. And sometimes if you got a lot of funds on there, I know some people say they get they owe more money than they make in, in a year. They never made that much money. Anyway. But uh um they they never made that much money in their life. But the point is that someone has been taking money out of your estate and you haven't assessed it, meaning you reported it. And how you're doing that is with the 1099A. Say an abandoned, they, they abandoned paying taxes, you're the lender, they're the borrower, and then you could do, if they don't give you OID, you would do OID where they are the payer and you the recipient. The, you will receive it. But you make an attempt to get them to send you the OID and contact the IRS at the same time. And then after you, if you do that, then you would be filing a lien on the individual or the individuals that you contacted, and you're going to be putting a UCC-1 having, again, the CFO, the CEO that you're speaking to at the first debtor, the corporation at the second debtor, and you get their DUNS number, the buyer number for the CFO. Your trust, don't put your name on this UCC-1. You Use a trust that's not associated to your name in no way. And then in box four, you write the amount that they say you they owe, and you multiply it by three for damages. So this is going to give you your damages.
2: Now, Mr. Rice. Yes. Hello. I want to tell yes. the people we got. We have like seven minutes. And for those that's listening on the computer. You can hear the rest of the show over the telephone, and that number is 323-642-1586. So in seven minutes, you won't be able to hear us on the computer, but you can hear us on the telephone the rest of the show. Uh, 229, are you back? Yes, ma'am. Um, I, I
11: cannot find it.
6: Okay, Okay. well, when
3: you look for it, call in next week. week. When you see it, you should see the word payment voucher," meaning that they gave you a check. All they need is your autograph and give it back to them. They already said nobody's reported it, and they're letting you know. The IRS is your friend, people. They're just trying to let you know what's going on with your estate account. It's like they're your bankers, and they're just trying to inform you what's going on. Folks are taking funds out of your account. It doesn't matter whether you file taxes or not. They're still taking it out of your account, and every transaction is taxable. It has to be reported. And that's all we're doing with the A and the OID. We're just reporting it. We just want to report it. Okay. Got any more calls? Yes, we do. Um
2: all okay, that noise coming. Uh, Yeah, that was the caller. Uh, 216-268. 216-268. 216-268. All right. I'm moving on. Uh, Let's see. I
3: probably answered a lot of calls. I probably answered a lot of uh, them already.
2: Yeah, 501 541. 501
12: 541. Yeah, hello. 501? Yes. Hello. Yeah. You. Hey, what's going on? This is brother Javier. Okay, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I had a question for Myron. Speaking. Okay, how, how would you handle a reoccurring bill? With what do you mean, the card it keeps
3: coming at you?
12: Right, like a uh, monthly uh,
3: recurring bill. Have you have you paid any money on it? Yes. Oh wow. See, if you don't pay, if it, if you the, the the federal law is if if no one's paid any money on a bill in six years, it's no it no longer become collectible. So if you pay, but if you gave him a, a debt, that's why they say, well, give us ten dollars or whatever. They just want something to make it reoccurring. But again. You, I guarantee you, the bill that you're getting, if you read the bill, somewhere it says, this is an attempt to collect a debt. This is an attempt to collect a debt. That means they are a third-party contractor of co- corporation, and they, you do not have a contract with them. I would suggest you send, the, there's a David, called a David Clarence letter, where you're telling them, um, validate this funds. Validate these funds that I owe you by showing me a contract, by giving me a true bill in commerce. That's when a true bill has liability and, and a, a liability and asset on it. It's called a gap. It's under the general accounting acceptance practice that every corporation must use in their accounting. Uh, so get, get, go get that David Clarence letter. And I think David Clarence and what's that lady on talk shoe? Uh, She's on talk show. They they have a oh, conversation yeah. with um,
2: Angela Yeah. Ad, Ad,
3: now, Angela now, Paola,
2: I got a question. When you say a reoccurring bill, are you talking about like your phone bill every month, or your credit card that comes as you're talking about like that? Right. Yeah. That's what he talking about,
9: Mister Roy. Well,
3: well, I don't. I'm 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 on I'm not understanding it. You are they providing you a service and you just don't want to pay it or something? Are they providing you a service? Like, I'm 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 speaking of like a
12: utility bill or a uh sewer, right. a sewer, monthly sewer, um when they charge right. you for uh sewer and all that kind of extra stuff. Okay. He can do it at the uh,
2: O I D on that at the end of the year, right?
3: Yes, if he uses a bank account, pay the bills, pay, consolidate all your bills under one bank, and at the end of the year, you OID it and get all those, all those funds back. So it doesn't matter how much you pay. You pay now, but get paid, you pay them now and then get paid back later. Don't touch the utilities because they are private corporations and they can cut you off. They're private and they can cut you off. Now, another way you may want to show them is when you send in the bill with the payment, attach a 1099A saying you're the lender. Maybe they will give you a check instead of a bill next month because they know who the lender is. They know who the owner is. So give them a 1099A Say I'm the lender, they're the borrower, and um, they have abandoned paying taxes on the funds they took out, so you check box five. And, you know, the rest of the stuff on that form is pretty pretty self-explanatory. But basically, all you're trying to do is say, I am the lender, I'm the owner, and they're supposed to give you OID at the end of the year or whatever they find to be convenient, every quarter or every semi-annually. But you have to let them know who you are. I You may want to listen to a guy named Free Inhabitants. He, he gives a check every single month. So instead of... Getting the uh, Instead of them sending him an uh, OID, they're giving him a check every month. So there's ways you can beat this. I know a lady, we had a lady on, Beverly, didn't she? She said she ain't paid a year, utility bill in, in a year or so back then, in a the day, you know? Yeah, yeah.
7: Mm-hmm. Still but not paying.
3: Why you let them know who you are? Because you signed the contract. We signed these contracts as debtors, but we're telling them we will pay you every month. Well, that's the sound of a debtor. That's not the sound of a creditor. So they don't know the office of the creditor is vacant. Because remember, they're trustees for the creditor. They are public trustees for the creditor. So if they don't know who the creditor is, they're keeping the money for themselves until the creditor steps in the office, and then they're going to give them all the money that they have collected, that they work for you.
12: Okay, I got I got one more question. Uh I appreciate you for explaining that. Also, um, now when we're dealing with court, um, would it be what's what's your take on trying on uh, claiming the case and putting it as trust res? Trust res. You, using um, using the trust res to claim the case. Yeah, you can use anything to claim the case. A
3: lot of the trust res represents you. What you have to do is uh you have to get the uh the the judgment you get a certified copy of the judgment or whatever paperwork you get from them, and you need to control it put an affidavit on there authenticate it you need to put uh explain an affidavit why this bill is not is this a is this a a, a traffic violation kind of bill
12: no this is felony court
3: oh felony court. Okay, well, for them to take you to court, everybody who goes to court has to file a bond because they might damage the defendant. If you're the defendant, they may damage you. So they have a bond that they created for you. So what you need to do is talk to the prosecutor at the beginning. If you do at the beginning of a case, you ask the prosecutor called right of subligation. You want him to put you in place of him on that bond and to pay off the case and pay you at the same time. That's the right of subligation. Now, if the judge have the bond, you need to ask. I need to see the bond so I know who I who's liable that damaged me, who I can file a complaint against if I get damaged. So I need a copy of the bond because the bond is insurances against you. So if you get damaged, so you want to know who it is that has a liability against you. So you say, Your Honor, I need to see the bond, not only to find out what I'm being charged, but how much I'm being charged with and who's the liable person. Now, once you get the bond, the bond is like a check. You can flip it over and sign it and endorse it and give it back to him and say, we can all go home now. Thank you. The bond is a check. It's like a check. So you can flip it over and endorse it. You need to ask for it because all these guys in jail don't even know how much they're in jail for. They don't even know because once it gets the bond get paid, that they created, get paid off, then they get out. But they didn't even know when they walked in there. they, They went to jail, walked out of that courtroom, and didn't even know how much they were owing. Get a copy of the bond, it will help you to defend yourself. I, you know, I need to see the bond. I need to know what, what I'm in here for. Otherwise, how can I defend myself? And hey, you're
2: not talking about the bond that the judge say, "Well, I'm gonna put you on a two thousand dollar bond until you come back in court." You're not talking about that bond.
3: No, not no, not the appearance bond. The one because you sound like he's mm-hmm. got a, uh, a civil case that they're filing against him, and that's it, it, they had to create a bond. And and they got a bid bond because they're gonna put it out there on the market where people are gonna bid for it. These are the bonds you need to be looking at. I need to see because they could damage me. And I need to know. You have to remember these these are these are not judges, these are administrators, and they're only doing a job of collecting money for their corporation. Everyone that goes to jail, yeah, everyone that goes to jail by a judge in that precinct, under that precinct. That precinct is what's getting paid while he's in jail. It's going to the judge's retirement and the pension, and it's going to the clerk to the uh, court clerk of that court. So the more people one judge put in jail, the more money that whole precinct is getting, or that, that circuit court is getting. The precinct is the police. They do get a, they get, they get a piece of the action too. But, None of it is going back to the IRS. That's the bottom line. None of it is being reported to the IRS. So you could say, hey, Your Honor, I, can I see the 1099 OID? The, the prosecutor, when he opened up the case, when he took the money out for your case, he had to follow publication 1212, page seven, nominee. He gets an OID as a receipt that he took money out of your estate. I need to see the receipt. To they sure he took money out. Otherwise, we don't have a case. I mean, there's so many different things that we can do, and I don't want to make it too confusing, but there's a lot of different things that you can do in court. There's, but, but the bottom line is those bonds are there for no protection. So use them. Ask for them so you can say, I need to know who's liable for me being here and how much they're charging me. Cause you you exactly. you committed a crime and you, you don't even know how much the crime costs. If you know how okay, much it now, costs,
12: go ahead. Okay, now now like on a uh, when you don't pay the bail bondsman a bond fee to be released. Uh, can
3: can you not go back and collect on that too? You you got a receipt, don't you? Uh mm-hmm. Anything you got a receipt, you get ten ninety nine. That's your proof that you. Came out of your pockets. The Bill Bondsman got it out of your estate. That's what he got out of your estate. So, oh, I did tell them. Tell the IRS. This is the, he's part of the court. Remember, they're not. If it's not been reported to the IRS, then you are, they're holding you hostage. You reported to the IRS. They are the ones that's in trouble. What is and what is his name? Uh, um... Winston Shroud, when he go to court, it's a payday for him. What did he say? If there's ever a problem with any of these corporations out there, make it a tax issue. They will go away. Make it a tax issue. Report it to report on them because they didn't do that. So the IRS is going to come after them and say, wait a minute. What's going on here? You're taking money out of this man in the state and you are not? Paying it back? That's the bottom line. Okay, caller. I appreciate that, Myra.
2: All right, thank you.
3: Make it make it a tax issue, people. Make it a tax issue. Uh,
2: 704-775. 704-775. Okay, 704. Okay, 704. We, we, we moving on. We moving. All right, let's go to 720-883-720-720.
5: How y'all doing? Y'all you can you hear me? In
2: yeah, now we. Can, I can hear you.
5: How y'all doing? Peace to the gods. Hey, how you doing? How you right? doing? Peace to love. Just lucky you. how y'all making it? All right, so good. <laughs> I just had just one lucky. question just to uh, I just had one of the questions on um, on the estate when you filing the taxes. on. Um, do you know what forms off the back that you will be filing?
3: On 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 your again on your estate or are you saying yeah. for the state? Yeah. Yeah, for the estate. Well, the state is uh, is a trust, and uh, and you should be filing as ten forty one at the minimum. It's in the wrong tax class, but that's the only one that would give you. And if you go to, again, 26 U.S.C. 1 and look at the tax rate, the estate and a trust tax rate is so much lower than all the other tax uh, uh, jurisdictions, all the other people, married, single, uh, head of household, divorce. You know, you, it's ridiculous when you see the taxes coming out of their money and then what you get in, in the estate under twenty six u s c number one you have uh you only go up to seventy five hundred dollars so everything over that doesn't matter at anything over seventy five hundred dollars two thousand one hundred and twenty five dollars is taken out of your gross i think that' going give
5: you a pretty big me. refund back Pete, that arm um, statue again twenty six u s c one one yeah. Okay, can yeah. I share something with the people that's on the line i know i ha- I actually got a lot of people called in. Can I share
2: something go with ahead
5: them? go ahead all right um when you're doing this for the uh for your monthly bills, they have forms that you gotta send in, and that'll be a ten ninety nine a 1040, a ten forty a ten forty v a ten ninety six with acceptance on the coupon and they gotta be sent in to all three of the actual IRS office not just one. In it and make sure that you do it for the whole year so they can actually discharge the debt because when they get it, they know that it's a, a tax event, and they got to be assessed. It. So once they actually see that, they'll actually credit your account, and they'll actually send the, the money to the own company. Say that again, the, the 1096,
2: the 1040A, and what's the other one? No, it's the 1099A, a a 1040
5: like you actually filing taxes, just reporting it, a 1040B, a 1096, and acceptance and the um, money order with the coupon, which you sign that acceptance and send it in to all three of the actually um, IRS um, offices. That's the one in 1500 Pennsylvania, the UCC Contract Trust. It'll be the one in, um, I think it's Kentucky. And there's one more. I can't think of that one off, back, but you can find it. Okay. Thank you for
2: that,
3: okay. Bucky. Right, that's I all ten, I had. I thought on. the ten forty V go goes to the treasury, because now the treasury. See, I like I got. I'm gonna break up three different areas. You got the nominee, which is the person who sent you the bill. You have the IRS, which is the red copy of the 1099 A goes to, and you have the treasurer, because see, people if they returning the funds to you, you still have to set it off. See when we discharge it, that's on the public side. We have to set it off on the private side, and that's when you send and you make the treasurer with a form fifty six, and you give him the original coupon. the The company that sent you the bill, they get a copy of it, and you send them a ten forty b which the where the other amount of the of the coupon that they sent you. Where of course the, but you don't give them the copies of those ten ninety nine a's and. Uh, 1096 because they uh, go to the IRS. They're not going to the treasurer. The other thing you want to do with the treasurer is set off the debt.
5: Right. Um, also, I left off the um, form 56, do have to go appointing um, to the actual Treasury. The one with the UCC contract trust, they're the ones that really handle it, but it actually can be sent to other office. That's why you want to hit all three of them. So one of them will do their job once you hit all three. Also, a cover letter got to go with that too. Yeah. Well, you send a cover letter
3: to definitely to the to the uh, I call the nominee, which is the public person who sends you the bill. He gets a cover letter, but the IRS don't really have time to read. They they're try- they're doing too much work. <laughs> they don't have time to be reading. it. The simpler you are, the easier they 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 will process you. You start right. sending letters. That- they don't have time to be reading letters in the IRS office. You know how swamp they are right now. Tax season,
5: right? Also, if um, if you look at the ten nine ten ninety nine K, it give you every month in order for the act to actually put your bills on or whatever that what kind of debt that you have. Put it on the ten ninety nine K with the ten ninety six and the other forms, and you can send that off. It also would actually um credit your accounts. Also, like um, anything that you to pay for, like um wire transfer, like um, like you were sending money, cash out, that type of stuff, it would actually credit that account, too. Okay. 1099K for those pay. is, is
3: your, your Social Security, right? Say it again? 1099K is Social Security,
5: correct? No.
2: No, that's that, what it, that, when you I, With the Internet, I yeah, get that, that, 1099K.
5: That's what now?
3: Go
2: ahead, that
5: I actually deal with go ahead, go ahead.
3: No, you go ahead.
2: That no. deal...
5: Okay, ten ninety nine K that deal with like payment costs, like uh, any type of uh, network transaction, like um if you were sending money or uh, uh like uh wire money or uh, cash out or any type of transaction like that. OAR, All money, bills,
2: any of them. Yeah.
5: Third
3: What's your social security then? What is a ten ninety nine you get for social security?
5: You say ten ninety nine for social 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 security?
3: Yeah. Which one? What form do they send you at the end of the year? Your social
5: security. Oh, I
2: for, Oh yeah, I got one of
5: them out with I'm, I'm not not sure with that one. I'm not sure. I thought it was a K. No, no a K I,
2: I, is. I, uh, I get a K because I use Square. And and they if square, you know, add up everything I make off of
9: YouTube,
2: and and I, you know, send it. That's when they send me every year ten ninety nine, okay. Uh,
5: oh okay. Well, so they Yeah. If they send you a K, you should be OID and ask the K that they send yeah. us on that you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: because they break it down for what I make every month for the whole year. Right.
3: So right. it's almost like a W it's almost like a W two then. Right. Now that's a question that you need to figure out. Do you put that on the same line that says federal income withheld and ten ninety nine? Do you put that ten ninety nine K there? Because all of that is credit
5: right there,
2: isn't
3: it? Right. Yeah,
5: that's right, but one. it it have to be but credit. So um Right, so that will be putted on a federal income. Yeah, with hell,
3: and a ten ninety nine. Right. So you're gonna get you'll get that all back anyway because there's no deductions after that line. Right. Okay. All right, peace, All right, exactly. peace, Lucky. Exactly. Thank you very much, and thank exactly. your family, your exactly. family for calling in. All right. <laughs> all right. We take Thank okay. you all. We really appreciate you all calling and waiting so long on the call. We're sorry about that. hope it didn't hurt your ears, <laughs> having a phone to your ear.
2: Thank you, uh, Lucky. Are these our Lucky family calling in? I,
3: I guess. I never had so many calls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, they still lined up. Okay, let me
7: see.
2: <laughs> well, <let's laughs> Three, keep going. four, seven.
8: Three four seven three six two three
7: four seven three six two. Hey, how you doing? How great, you doing, great. sir? Thanks
8: for waiting.
7: Thanks for waiting. What's up? thank you. And regarding the uh, IRS and having to, uh, yeah, I heard briefly about making uh, having a, a, a statement that they sent to you. Now you have to they're looking for a payment. So they sent you a payment voucher. I had one where I owed. Back from uh, I think they send me a payment voucher back from 2015 or 16. Can I still use that, or do I need to have something up uh, a current one uh, with the amount that they need, that they're looking for? And then how well, do you I destroy? Dad, okay, I'm a, okay. Yeah,
3: you can you can ask them to send you another one. And understand this, at being that it's a voucher a payment voucher, mm-hmm. take, take it to your bank and have your manager put a medallion seal on there and deposit it to your bank account and then write them a check off on it.
7: Excuse me? Can you say that again?
3: I said, if it's a payment voucher, take it to the bank, have a manager put his medallion seal on it, because he puts it on securities and bonds. That's what his medallion seal going. on. That would be a security. If a voucher means it's a security. And have it deposited into your account.
7: And that can be done with the federal or and the state uh, uh, payment voucher?
3: Any voucher is a check. I mean, that's what they're giving you. A voucher is money. It's worth money. If you get a voucher, then you should be able to deposit it. If you owe, then you write the money right off of whatever you just deposited, so it's not coming out of your pocket. They gave it to you, and you've given it back to them. Hmm. Okay i never known the state give vouchers. But see, uh, again, uh, under 31, USC, 3124, you're not supposed to pay anything from the state or anything lower than that, including property taxes. And then under product B, it says for federal, for federal, it has to say uh, evidence of ownership. It's in there three times. If you look at that law, look at number B, federal, evidence of ownership. That means if you get a check that says federal government on it, Then you have to file a 1040. But if you don't ever, if you don't get a check by the federal government, you don't have to file it. You don't have to file taxes. For those who don't want to file, that tells you you're exempt from taxation. However, why don't we get paid? Now that we know we don't have to pay nothing, that all we're doing is reporting so we can get it back, I don't think there's a problem filing with you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't mind filing if I'm going to get a check back. Especially even though that's
7: so even though go that ahead. voucher is, even though that's the old voucher, I don't, I don't remember seeing an exp- expiration date on that. I'm not sure. I'm I, go,
3: do you have an IRS office near you? Yes, I do. Go take it to them and see what you can do. If they can give you issue you a new one, Or more up there and then go down and cash it. If it, you see it says, don't it says payment voucher on it?
7: I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's voucher or coupon. If I'm not mistaken.
3: You know, it says payment something. Well, payment means you ain't making a payment. It is a payment. So you could take it and you should be to cash it in and, and the deposit it in. And if you still, they still say you owe, give it back to them.
7: Now, the verbiage that you write on front of it, if you've given it back to them, is that somewhere that I can look at to see exactly all the stuff that needs to be put on it, just convert it into a, a money order?
3: Basically, you don't have to do that. It's already a check. All you got to do is if your job gives you a check, what do you do if you get a check from your job? Just flip it over and
7: force it. So flip it over and sign it and send it back to you.
2: And send it back to you. But you can also look at Charles Booker uh, videos. You need more clarity or more understanding of what you're doing.
3: Charles Charles Booker. Booker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Charles, he's on on
2: Facebook.
3: Yeah, but Charles Booker is talking about a coupon. He's not talking about a check, a voucher. He's talking about a, a converting a bill into a money order or into using a uh a, a postal money order, but these are debt. They're not credit. A voucher is credit.
2: So, is there a video he could look at, you know, is anybody talking about that?
3: No, not really. I'm just saying, look at what you have and see what they said. Payment voucher, vulture. a vulture what they give people who's on ADC, and you know. I mean, yeah, so they give vultures and they take it to the store, boom, right? Or they, well, they get a there. vulture to buy a refrigerator, you know, they get a vulture to buy a refrigerator or furniture or whatever.
7: I'm looking at it as we speak, and it says it doesn't say anything on the bottom as far as the payment voucher. It just has the amount on there, amount paid, total amount to be paid, and uh, they, they have to fill in.
3: What does it say above yeah. the dotted line? It don't have a, it doesn't have a coupon on it.
7: Nope, it says we're paying by mail. It says New York State Assessment Receivables. There's
3: no coupon. Then you send you put you put frivolous on it and send it back to them. No one can say you owe a debt without giving you the remedy. They have to give you a way to pay it. There's no money out there. If they don't, it's either a third-party debt collector, and maybe if you read on there somewhere, it might say this is an attempt to collect the debt in small print at the bottom somewhere, mm-hmm. front or back.
7: Yeah, all it has at the bottom is a part to cut off and just New York New York State assessment receivables, and it gives an address, and there's an amount over there, and then an amount to fill in.
3: I don't know. That don't sound like a coupon it's because it should have a routing number and account number where the funds that they're saying you owe is is in, right at this present time. I would say mm-hmm. that I would send that back with frivolous across it and say no remedy provided and send it back to them.
7: Okay. All right. Thank you.
3: Okay.
2: Thank you, Carla. So, Mr. Rice, what happens if they don't send you uh, a coupon?
3: Uh, they send you something that says statement on the bill. Uh, again, a, 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 a coupon has the money. They they have to give you a remedy. A statement doesn't give you a remedy. That's right. Like when you ask them to validate a debt and they give you your statement saying that you owe $10, you paid $1, now you owe 9 That That's not a bill. That's not a, an accounting. That's, that's not well, that's a, what a true I, bill.
2: That's what I'm seeing, noticing that they're doing now. Now they're putting the words to the coupon on there. They're putting the word statement.
9: Well,
3: statement is is something else. I don't see the word statement on 18 U.S.C. 8. Have you seen the word statement on there?
9: They no, change that law.
2: That's why they're using it. They're trying to get around that. They they're
9: sending you a no.
2: statement. They they know we are familiar with coupons and things like that
3: yeah but they can't they have to change the law with it. They have to give you a remedy. you have to have a remedy they can't no one can say you owe, and they took the gold how how the devil they took your gold and they say you owe. how are you supposed to pay them? You can't. they took the gold and silver, so they have to give you something to replace it with. period that's the bottom line if they don't you say frivolous, send me the remedy. That's what I would say if some say statement. That's not the remedy. That is what is that? I have no idea. Send me the remedy. And most likely there probably no signature on there cuz you can start putting a lien on somebody. You probably see the company name on the on the on the paperwork, but you will probably see no signature cuz nobody want to be liable for that. Uh-huh.
8: Okay,
2: let me open up this other line. You got them calling in tonight, Mr. I. 501-541 501 501 541 All righty.
12: Yeah, uh, uh, hello. 501 Yeah, 501. yeah, I'm at, yeah, this, <laughs> yeah, this this brother <laughs> Javier uh, I I was back again. Um okay. I had, I had one more question you about if, oh. Go ahead.
2: Uh-huh. Right quick. Go right ahead cuz we are running out of time. Okay, Go yeah. Ahead
12: i just i just had a, i just had a quick question about uh, um, doing a return on a uh, if you was employed with an employer. um you were saying something about a w two c on one of your previous shows,
8: Myron.
3: yes w two c is correcting the w two The employer gave you a wages and tax statement at the end of the year. Well, he did his job. He told the IRS that he was taking funds out of your state, and he's giving you a chance to report it to the IRS. So that's what you, but it's, it's, it's under wages. You are reported reported, or your tax agent is putting it under as a tip. Wages is not a tip. And if you look at the W-2C, you'll see wages and tips and other compensation in the same box. So that must mean wages is equal to a tip, so you're gonna change it because you have if you got a w two I guarantee that you you punch the clock in there and you use your labor and labor is not taxable so in the first box where it says wages tips and compensation you put that number in there, but in a when it says correct it, you put zero and then you go over to the next side. And you say, uh, where it says federal income withheld, and you put down what that is on your check. But where it's the next one where it says, uh, uh, corrected federal income withheld, you put the gross on the W-2. Whatever that gross is, that is what you put on that on that W-2C. Okay, I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. Because yeah, that's... All you're, right. You're changing, okay. you're, yeah, you're changing from a tip to a uh not uh a tax exempt uh income.
2: Okay, 530-845.
8: Greetings, Beverly and Myron. Greetings. Can sir. you hear me? Yes. Right. yes we can. Uh since we're on that W two C I do have a few questions. Uh, as far as the When you say gross, is that the total uh, including Social Security wages, or is that just the wages, tips, other compensation?
3: No, because if you look at the numbers on that W2C, it associated to the same numbers on the W2. So all you yeah, do okay. is that where it says you put the first box uh, where it says wages or social or whatever, whatever that number, you put that in the first box, but when it says correct it, you're gonna put zero in that box. Uh-huh. Everything is gonna be zero.
8: Okay, and then when it goes to the when it goes to the uh, federal income tax withheld previously would be zero, and uh,
3: the No, 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 be- no. If 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 you whatever number they had, you put in there, and then you put the same number corrected as being the same. No, no, you right, zero. Wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. So let me look. So hold on. Hold on a minute. Let me look at this here. Okay, because I don't have. Oh, I don't have one filled out. So seven. Let's say number seven. Social Security tips. Well, that's zero right there. You didn't get no tips. You know, period. Right. Right. Unless you got I something. My- unless you got something on box seven on your W two, because it, it, it's associated with the same box on your W two.
8: Yeah. No, I don't have nothing there. Um Okay. So uh okay, so the gross would be the gross would be box one or box would be box it one. Will always
3: be box, yeah, it would be box one. They don't have gross on here on your W two, but it would okay. be box one. It would be box one 'cause that would that would have the maximum everything and that box one goes into the uh box two on that corrected information.
8: Okay. And then on the bottom of W2C, it says there's a state correction information and locality correct, correction information. Uh, as far as on the W2, it shows on the W2, it shows the state wages, state income tax, I mean and uh, all of what that shows for the state correction. So when it shows state wages and tips, that's the same as the wages and tips for the federal, is that correct?
3: Yeah,
8: because wages be, and
3: gentlemen, Remember, they didn't get you. Never got any tips, man. You you work everything you did. You worked for it, you know.
4: Yeah, but so okay, you could so put it,
3: it in the first box, but then you take make it zero when you're correcting it.
8: Okay, because on the correct part, it just it, it repeats. But so I would put okay, so I would put the number that the employer is uh, reporting, and then on the correct, it would be zero. Is that correct? Because there's no yeah, because there's no okay.
3: tips. You, you you have to yeah. figure out how to make it look like it's federal income withheld. That's it.
8: Got it. Got it. All right. And then I have a question on the uh, bank account. If I have a joint bank account with my wife, uh, as far as the doing the ten ninety nine A and the O I D, does it just have to be one of us on the
3: a uh? A and the OID or
8: do I uh, if, y'all, if,
3: put, your if you're in the same And you should be under the same trust She can file with you And y'all just have to total it all up But you're going to have to put down where the sources is What comes from her, what comes from you But this child should be totaled up And put on a 1041 Because y'all are under okay. the same trust Got it
4: And then
8: are the bank withdrawals uh, 1099A OIDable
3: Everything like... you sign, every we mean withdraw. Didn't you anything you sign is well, like where you. If I, if I, oh go ahead. If I wrote a check to somebody, withdrawing money out of my account, and I sign the check, fine. I use a debit card, a credit card to pay. So that's why like you try to be where you okay. always use the same bank. Uh, consolidate everything with the same bank, so you won't be all over the place.
8: Okay. Yeah, because we uh so. Are uh, you you can ten ninety nine a an OID a credit union?
3: Yes, yeah. A credit okay. union and banks are the same. They're pretty much the same thing. Same. The only okay. thing that the, base, the credit union, don't have but they don't have a medallion seal and uh,
8: collateral.
3: Yeah, account.
4: Yeah.
8: Yeah. Credit have unions have one. Sale. I think they go up to about a hundred thousand. At least one that I checked.
4: Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: And you said they, yeah, Leslie, they that they signed the
2: papers. Yeah, my credit union they,
3: they, got a medallion sale Oh, okay. Well, that's they. I thought that comes
2: And changed. I and I did. They signed something for $250 Oh, okay. That's even
8: better. So
3: I don't. I don't know yeah. if these
2: all the credit unions like
3: that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, they they normally don't get all that. You know, details in the credit union. They just yeah. basically use your yeah. pension because they're using your pension for collateral. Usually, that's they used Those credit unions use your pension. You know, I know the city did. So. Okay. Okay. So
10: that's I think
3: that's it. Thank you. I don't think, can you open up a business account at a credit union? Yeah,
2: I did.
7: You did? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought they so social numbers.
2: No, they I got I had two accounts. I had a personal account and a business account.
3: Well, a lot of things has changed since two thousand seven when I was in there <laughs> Okay.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, this is okay, our last call on. Oh, wait a minute. No, we we're not finished. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. This we got. This, okay, this is our last caller here. Uh, they've been holding for a while. 602-303. zero three. Six zero two.
10: You fall asleep?
2: Okay. Yeah, you probably answered the question. The, okay, this is gonna just they didn't answer theirs. This is gonna be our last call. Four one nine nine thirteen. Is it. 419.
9: Oh, okay. Time okay. Oh, Uh-huh. Greetings, um, Myron and Beth. How are you all this evening? Great, great. Hello, <laughs> okay. Dr. Good to hear your voice, Myron. And I have a quick question, I think. If I understood the previous caller, if I understood correctly, the previous caller, he spoke about OID the his credit union, is that correct?
3: Right. He was yes. asking, can he do with a credit union? And I say, yes, you can OID the credit union too.
9: Okay, well, that's what I get to know because <clears throat> this particular situation I have it's dealing with a piece of real estate property that I have knowledge of. And I'm looking at the option of OIDing all of the payments that I have been making to this individual for the last 10 years. Now, will I be able to go back for the last 10 years? Only if you're using a
3: 709 or 706, you can go back. A 1040 or 1041, you only can go back three years.
9: Okay, three years. Okay, then. And the only thing that I recognize that I've done that I have to correct is that I did not put the actual address on all of my receipts that I have from, from this individual, so I'm going to have to put my address on all of the receipts that I have for payments that I've made to this individual, and I can do that for the last three years, correct? Is that what I understand?
2: Yes, yeah,
3: but
9: see like they would
3: have the ad, when they gave you the receipt, they would have had the address on the receipt. They didn't give you the address in reference to what they what you paid them for.
9: No, and to be perfectly honest, I was a person that actually initiated the receipts, and I didn't have the knowledge to put the address, other property, on the receipts. But that will be something that I will be initiating effective this month.
3: Okay. Well, putting it on at a later date, I don't know. That's a, that's a touchy situation, but you know, because she probably won't have any records that she received it, if if it's what we're talking about and she hasn't reported this all these funds in the, to the IRS, um, you know, it, being that it's the same amount and someone may refer to the receipt as a receipt, if it was the amount that was mentioned on the original contract, then it, it, it would probably be uh, acceptable in that, in that fashion because it was on the contract of what address you, was, you were working with.
9: Okay, so even though I didn't remember, I have the knowledge to put it on all of my receipts for the last two years. It was on the initial real estate purchase agreement. So, do, do you think that it still be okay that I, over the the last two years, that I submit these receipts in addition to the current month of March, I will have the address that should have been on the last three years of them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, again, if it was, if the amount is just pretty much the same
3: as it was from the first day uh, that this contract was written up, it it, it makes it it irre, it that they can say that oh no this this didn't go to that that, that property you know it, it it depends on the contract it, it's kind of difficult it's like, it's on that line you write it on that iffy line right now but I would still submit it in. Uh, as as payments to the to the
9: person. Okay, because I've been I've been dealing with this individual for the last few years regarding this same real estate property. It's just that I didn't have the knowledge until recently that I probably ought to have had the address on each and every last one of those receipts for the last few years. So I will begin that process this March, and I am going to go through the um, OI of the last three, minimally the last few years.
3: You, did you also did the lady Did you have her name on those receipts as well?
9: Yes, did yeah, you so have every name? last one it.
3: Okay, well, if her name is on there, you know, then that that might help right there. Here's to show, and the contract would show something had to be paid every every month, and you made payments every month, and her name was on it. Her name is yeah. her, her name. Your your address right there. Okay then. All right. Okay. Thank you. Nice talking office. with
2: you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, doctor.
9: Oh, good to talk with you. Okay. <laughs> well, okay.
2: right, I, I know that uh,
9: you gave wow. us a
2: lot of information. They worked you tonight.
3: <laughs> I'm going to sleep good tonight. Look at them. warm. Yes, you three.
2: are. I'm tired.
3: I'm tired,
2: and, and I didn't even do the talking. I'm just listening, and I'm tired.
3: Yeah, we had 15 calls that I got. Four of them didn't say nothing. All right. That is great. And nobody wrote anything on the chat line or any write you anything. No.
2: And I don't know. My chat might be a- acting up because I'm not on the computer. I'm on my uh, my other thing, so it, it might be
3: acting up.
4: Okay. Do you
3: do? Uh, I I want to ask you. Do you have? Some kind of count of how many people, uh, even that's not in the queue, that you know that might be listening. Are you able to know who that? I mean, people are listening as opposed yeah. being in the queue.
2: Yeah.
3: Really? We have a lot of listeners more mm-hmm. than the oh, yeah. people who call.
2: Yeah. Good. And I can handle. I-, I can handle a hundred phone calls.
4: Okay. Wow.
3: All right, well, this is beautiful and i, I know I did a call with some moors Friday, and okay. you know, uh, I spoke to them about the w two and the w two c and they were so fascinated, you know, so i mean we we're talking something no one ever heard about, and, and that's and,
2: what it's about but but I mean, people
3: doing it about. about it, yeah, so people are doing it, they're definitely doing it,
2: yeah,
3: yeah. So we, but this is this is, man. Once, once y'all collect from this, oh my gosh! I, I, let's see what's gonna happen. Yeah. I, see what's happening. I also wanted people to look at that bond. Did you all? Uh, did they go to that? People listening, go to that um, surety bonds direct to see if they got anyone able to insure their car. You know um, for for and remember, this is insurance for. Injuries, not for the vehicle itself, but it's three. Well, what years. what about if
2: you get in an accident, you can't fix your car, it won't fix? Well, it. wait a minute. I, I got
3: you know this is the thing I don't. I, you have to look at family. Okay. Okay. If I was paying. Let's say I was paying a thousand dollars every six months. Okay. Mm-hmm. For three years, that would be what six thousand dollars that I pay, and you know, I just paid three hundred and thirty dollars, or three hundred, where we said three hundred and thirty dollars for for three years. Mm-hmm. Okay, why can't that money you the normally was normally paying every six months and put that into an account for your car to be repaired? Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. So you, you got lots of you have money already. So why aren't you putting in, why, we're going to go go to the bars now and buy more liquor or something? You know, uh, yeah, why that, that you that's put what
2: we'll do. It's like I got this extra money here. I could buy me a, a new dress or some extra shoes. But I see what you're saying. Take that money and just put it up so if you do have an accident, uh, you yeah. pay for the repairs and that bond will pay for any injuries.
3: Yeah, or, or the $600 would be a down, That $6,000 could be a down payment for another car. If you figure your car mm-hmm. too damaged, you're not enough to go get you another car.
2: Well, what about if it's, you know, you you owed the bank? Well, the way we end up doing it, you shouldn't be able to owe nobody, but uh,
3: we're getting yeah. there. Right. We, we, we're supposed to be able to put, what, a postal money order. Boom, that car paid right, for Right, right. You know? Right, not, right. You shouldn't be riding in a car right now. Nobody out there should be driving in a car that you're still paying monthly fees on. You shouldn't be doing mm-hmm. that right now. There's no reason. You mm-hmm. should be doing that. you your glad for punishment, and yeah, you're calling the wrong mm-hmm. show. Okay. Well, Mr. Rice. We will
2: continue this next Sunday, so come and join us next Sunday. And I just want to also give that disclaimer again: these are opinions. No one is claiming to get out, give out any legal advice or anything like that. And so nope. you know, go do your own homework. Mister Rice is giving you the laws, but it's up to you to do. <clears throat> excuse me, to do your research. So again, Mister yeah. Rice, give out your Skype number.
3: Okay, yes, yeah, my Skype ID is Rice Tech R I C E T E C H six five five seven on Skype. That's Rice Tech R I C E T E C H six five five seven. And when you call ooh there was something I wanted to mention. Oh yeah, when you when you call and I have to approve you, I need you to Write well, a statement on there saying you he, you heard me on financial freedom or something like that because you got to remember there was this one lady <laughs> I had to tell she was real pretty I had to, I thought because so I have approved somebody and found out it was a dating service I, I, okay so I told really a, okay yeah so you need to put something in there right put a, put something in there stating that why you calling or I heard you on Beverly D. That way when I I can approve you 'cause I I you know, I got rid of the that morning. Where she's asking for when can we get together and all that other stuff and <laughs> I do it, you know, quit calling, you know, quit texting <laughs> me and stuff. You
7: know. so,
3: so please do that. Okay. I did want you to be beautiful. In Texas if she would listen, to me, hey, Teresa, Texas, D P he said, Thank you. <laughs>
6: well,
3: <I> just, <laughs> she, she got this big old pretty smile. I didn't this woman look like this in the dating so I don't know if I just. Uh, okay, uh. Right. and
2: how you know it's really her? You know, you don't really know.
3: Yeah, but she. I mean, I proved that she asked questions and we we know, we're okay. Talking now, but Oh, I just, okay. Oh, okay. Send me well, don't fall in
2: love, Mister Rice.
3: Oh, oh yeah, right. I, like I got that. <laughs>
2: Okay, folks. I will All talk right. To you thank then. you. Peace love, okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Peace and love. Talk to everybody tomorrow. I'll be on tomorrow at 9 o'clock PM Eastern Standard Time. Much love.
1: The world won't get no better We gotta change it, girl Just you and me Wake up all the doctors Make the old people well They're the ones who suffer And who catch all the hair But they don't have so very long Before their judgment the day So won't you make them happy Before they pass away Wake up all the builders time to build a new land I know we can do it If we all lend a hand The only thing we have to do Is put it in our minds Surely things will work out They do it every time Just let it be. Na, 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 the world won't get no better. We gotta change it. Better. Just you and me. Change yeah. it. Change again Change it. and me Change again, Change again Change little head oh, need on, need some help, I've changed the world, what it used to be, I've been doing alone, need some help, yeah, need some help, yeah. Ahead. Come on now
0: via 24 monthly bill credits plus tax. If you cancel credit, stop and balance on required finance agreement may be due. Contact us. Qualifying credit and consumer plan required. See details at
6: tmobile.com.